Welcome everybody to the Broken Campfire Game Awards podcast, our annual podcast that follows shortly after our annual stream, and shortly before our annual Five Up One Down podcast. This is a a time of traditions, isn't it? December and whatnot. We pack them all in right at the end. Right at the end, you know, the rest of the year is just it's just a drought of content. Uh, that being said, we have uh, Vito, we have Flask, we have John, and I want everybody put your hands together, post your crown emojis, lay out the red carpet because it's the King of Keeley, our special guest slash host, Greg. That's Ohio. right, I'm back. Uh, so, Greg, if you, uh, as our listeners probably recall from last year, but I'll remind you, Greg, you actually did not ever get the real crown because uh, the 2019 winner of the King of Keeley, uh, lost it, uh, in, in, uh, that man's name, John, he is here today. I'm and John, looking. I believe y- you're still looking for it. I'm still looking. It's going to turn up. looking for it. It's going right, to turn All right, uh, Greg, do you have the crown that we 3D printed at the last moment for you? I, I brought you something better. See, I went uh, out. Oh, yeah? And I, uh, I met my hacker buddy. And I stole a bunch of Avito's money, and I made a crown with that money, and I brought it here as a new Avito's crown. It is better. Wow, hard earned Vito coin. It, it, it is better because it's not just, just money; it's it, it's stolen money from Vito. We're just coming right at I, me. I right love at the top every of the podcast, I love every huh? word of that sentence. Um, it's true. I would never lie. The so, King of Healy would never lie. If by chance this is your first. Game Awards podcast. Let me tell you how it works: is that we play a little game called the King of Keeley, where we do a little bit of a, what we call the pre-show. This is what you're listening to right now, where we are going to go through all the games or all the categories in uh, Keeley's Game Awards, and we are going to guess or we're going to put down our prediction for not what we would want to win, but distinctly what we think is going to win. So it's not necessarily us doing a popularity contest among ourselves. But it's us, you know, trying to get the, the tenor of the game awards. There is a winner, and that's the person who gets the most correct. With each, with each category being worth one point, aside from the game of the year, which is worth two points. Does everybody understand how uh, the game works? Oh, I know the game, bud. Oh, I get it. Um... I'm never really so stick around it's a bit complicated. So stick around in the post show. I mean, maybe, maybe we should actually put in timestamps. But uh, stick around in the post show for our discussion about who won the crowning of the new King of Keeley, if there is a new one. Hmm. And uh, finally, a discussion on what all was announced. We, we've heard some whispers that Rockstar is going to win everybody's uh, hearts back. Uh, we've heard conclusively that Activision Blizzard will not be there. So there, there's some stuff to hear about, maybe. By the way, we know uh, we know that uh, the Game Awards took place on Thursday. This episode's coming out on the weekend at some point. Uh, there's no reason, no, no real reason for that. I mean, it's just you know one of those things that happens. It's just one of those things. It's one of those things. You know how they say scheduling it. conflicts. Scheduling conflicts. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to mention that, but way to blow the wood on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they'll see it. They, they know what date, like, they, they see it at the weekend. Right, right. When it's coming. They don't know. 
so anyway, and in a little while, we're gonna take a ten minute break and then come back after the Game Awards to uh, to uh, discuss what all happened. And this podcast will be released Friday, uh, unless uh, somebody gets into a tragic, um, but gaming strangely accident? tragic but strangely personal accident. So personal that you don't want to ask about it, but tragic enough that like you just you know you you feel for it. That there's no guilt involved, right? So anyway, uh, starting Vito. Oh, I believe. Start we got... off with best esports game. All right. <laughs> the reason. All right. Best right. esports game. Our expert what esports could, what, guy what, Vito. What could yeah, possibly be on the list? It's right that I read this category. We got Call of Duty. Which which Call of Duty is that? No, it's probably Warzone. The franchise, just the franchise of Call of Duty. I feel like you got to pick a game. Probably, probably Warzone, right? Yeah, Warzone. Got to be a game. All right, we got Counter Strike Global Offensive, which is like thirty years old. Um, but I'm glad it's still kicking. We got Dota Two, League of Legends, and Valorant. Uh, this is almost the exact list from last year, except I think instead of Call of Duty, we have Fortnite. We had Fortnite. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm just gonna uh, guess Call of Duty. I I don't. I don't yeah, have any I mean, insight into this. I, I don't know why won. Fortnite. I don't know why Fortnite isn't on this list. That is interesting. Did it win last year? Can't remember. Did it win? Last I feel year? like it did. Actually, I know. I, I I do have last year's notes. No, last year. Funny enough, I, I I last year's notes is all open information. Um, last year was the same list, except instead of Dota two, we had Fortnite. Um, and instead of Call of Duty, we had specific, Call of Duty franchise. We had Modern Warfare specifically. Huh. Uh, John, you guessed and were correct that League of Legends won last year. Oh fuck! I can't guess it again this year. That's kind of what I'm saying. Plus it, uh, plus it won last year. I mean, is is, is the league scene though. so good? It's going to win two years in a row. You fucking I got, love I'm giving it. Well, double down. My double my down. thought of League of Legends well, now is just because it has like a Netflix show and a fighting game coming out. Like it's hot. And an MMO. Sure. But is that sure. even taking place or you know in consideration for best esports? But was that, that best what, franchise? Right. That's kind of why I went to Call of Duty, because last year was specifically Modern Warfare, but, like, they must have had, like, this year broadened it a little bit. So, like, if they're, like, asking you best esports game, and they're talking about Warzone, and they're talking about Vanguard, and they're talking about whatever else came up this year, you know, I'm going, I'm going COD. I'm COD. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. You can throw me down for COD, too. I, I don't think, I was going to say. But, you know, diversity is good for this year. game. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to be an independent human and not a drone like some people. I'm going to go Dota right, Two. Yeah, because we all heard of that game recently, right? Yeah, that game. Well, that that's not a bad guess because that game Dota. is new to this list. You know, that is the only new game to this list. Tech. Well, Call of Duty broadened out, but Dota Two was not there last year. I regret this choice. Uh yeah, you can put me down for Call of Duty. I, I think uh, oh, big that's the most v- visible right. esport game from and in, in my world. I don't know the hive mind here, everybody. I, I should say I should say at this point before we move on with the next category, 
that there are six or seven categories here related to esports and content creators <laughs> and whatnot that uh honestly we would just be wasting time to to talk about because none of us are are esports gamers and most of us aren't really like close enough to the scene to to know content creators we're, we're not you don't know shit about you know, players yeah, or coaches or anything like that they're nobody right. to me so so you know here it's kind of fun cuz a lot of us are guessing about games it's more fun for us cuz at least we know about that so we're going to talk about every game category but that's about it people anticipate what we're going to talk about anyway and speaking of anticipation <gasps> Do you know the most anticipated game? No. Yes. There's a few, there's a few of them. There's Elden Ring. There's God of War Ragnarok. There's Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. And Starfield, if you give it <laughs> is to it that just, or whatever. Is it called, it's just called Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel? Yeah, they don't have a name like for a, it yet. This is a dumb This is a dumb category. <laughs> this is a dumb category, right? It's Elden Ring. Uh, dumb. It's, Come I mean, on, it's definitely Elden Ring. Elden, this is like the, I, that's what I was going to say. Everybody's going to say Elden Ring, right? Can we just yes, say that? Elden Ring. I mean, um, it's not my <laughs> personal choice. Obviously, I think God was going to blow that shit yeah. out of the water, but it's what I was If we're talking for. about I what mean, the anticipated this, game like, among measured? the populace is. You mean there's like a, yeah. like I a mean, panel of voters? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, there's. I, I think that the Game Awards were nominated by like a hundred some people in the gaming industry, like media personality or personalities media folk journalists and whatnot so I, I think like if you're in the industry you you maybe get a ballot so um it's not just random people but it's people who know games and i feel like most anticipated game is a statement about hype there's just, See, there's that, just no question any other year though where elden ring wasn't coming out i feel like this is a good, a good and interesting lineup like breath of the wild versus starfield versus god of war 2 or 6 or however you want to count it um there's a better way to do that for sure. Like th- they should just open this up to the to the audience and do like an applause meter. I feel like that's, <laughs> more, right. that's uh, a way more. In fact, in fact, I I vote we get an silly. applause meter on our podcast and we vote via applause meters aren't real. Next category, John. Best debut game. We have Kenna, Ridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape. The Forgotten City and Valheim, and it's going to be Valheim. It definitely Again, is going I to think, be Valheim. I think this is another. Does anybody not say Valheim? So I don't say Valheim, and I'll tell you why. Ooh. Next podcast for me is going to be a, a doozy. It's going to be kind of Can't a big Bridge one. Of Spirits podcast because I've been playing a bunch of shit, uh, and it's going to be building up even more because we're going to be waiting another week for that podcast. Um, I'm going to say Forgotten City, and you'll you'll find out why. Oh, I actually heard some good things about this. I, re- I watched the Super Bunny Hop on. Right, you can hear all the good things you want. Better than yeah, Valheim? No fucking yeah. way. Yeah, no no fucking I, way. No, John, I believe me. I wrote down in my notes for this. I wrote down the Forgotten City slash Valheim. Like, I, it's it's a toss-up, but I'm going to say Forgotten City just to, you know. I already that. forgot about it. Valheim all the way. <laughs> Honestly, I've never even heard of. I was gonna say, I thought I thought I'd heard about this game before. It was a it was a a Skyrim mod that became a full game. Yes, I literally never heard of it. Even even I I remember on. I mean, it's got overwhelming good reviews on Steam, but I. Yep. 
He's still never. It's a time loop. Whatever. Fuck. Yeah. The Valheim all the way. Time loops <laughs> are stupid. You're stupid, John. Anyone ever tell you I've, that? I, I, many. I still feel pretty many good about people. <laughs> time travel's dumb. Anyway. Uh, best multiplayer next. game is the next category. And right. That includes Back for Blood, It Takes Two, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. All right. That things are heating up a little bit. All right, I go Valheim. Yeah, this is... Oh, man. We're all I'm going to say, right? say Valheim. I'm going I'm to say Valheim. Out of all, dude. New World is a disaster right now. Dude, that game is... I'm going to say Valheim because I think It Takes Two is going to get big ups later on. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually, this does make me reconsider the previous category a little bit. I think Monster Hunter Rise is the only one there that stands a chance. I'm going to put up for Monster and Arise. I think Valheim's going to take big this year, baby. I'm putting all I'm, my, I'm putting all my eggs in the Valheim basket. But what category is Back for Blood going to win? It's going to get a pity win. Dude, I don't it's think it is. It's also in action. It's games. not going to get a win. There's no reason why it would get, get a win. It's, it didn't get a it didn't get great press. Like it, you know. I think like the it, upset is going to be well, no, we'll, we'll wait till we get to the categories. I Man, got Knockout City is a good one too. You know what? Throw me down for Knockout City. It's a really it great off. game. It fell off, man. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Not saying it's not good. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know people that would be talking about it. Like me and Andy and Flash are the only ones that really played it, and it was great. Well, I just um, mean the general zeitgeist. I haven't heard a single person. Yeah, leave me on Knockout City though. Just spice right. things up a little. Sometimes bit. you just gotta make that venture, you know. Yeah, for yeah, Greg, yeah, I, think, I think you heard at some point Monster Hunter Rise, right? Yeah, he did He did say that. Alright, moving yeah, on Yeah, I'm to a Monster best. Hunter Rise, man. Uh, to the worst category, <laughs> that is best <laughs> sim slash strategy category. Now, uh, I do want to say that we made a big deal about this last year, and funny enough, last year it was called best strategy slash simulator category. It was slight difference uh, but anyway up a little bit age of empires 4 evil genius 2 world domination humankind inscription and microsoft flight simulator which did win the category last year blame man tough age empire is good but so this is this really is good. this is this is for me the the really hard thing here is that like Description inscription, I think, is the best game there, and it it's not belong. close. That doesn't belong. And all, but in but category. also inscription is like the least fitting of like the strategy label, sim slash strategy label. There, you know what I mean. It was, so was Light Simulator, right? Like I well, know, it did, well, but like, well, it does say like, Simulator in the title, though. I guess not. But, right? Yeah, I think I even said last year that that Simulator. And then Microsoft Flight Simulator, Simulator being in the title, and then Microsoft Flight Simulator being the only game should have been a dog whistle to us or whatever. And yeah. why is it that that's still in the category? I was it released don't at a weird time, or perhaps because that's kind of bogus. I think weird. I'm gonna put in for oh, inscription. It was, uh, I, I'm like it was, it was it. released. It was released for consoles in the summer twenty one. Oh, whatever. Hmm. I'm yeah, also I think I'm gonna put in for inscription. Just because if it's I'm in this also category, I'm gonna put it. 
Yeah, the, 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 I'm the same thing. Like, I can't imagine somebody. But I don't know. I mean, I I'm going to disagree with you guys. Inscription's easily the best game on that list, but I just don't understand how it represents the category really. But I, uh, I, obviously, you guys think the same thing. I'm going to go with Evil Vampires. Genius. But 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 here's the Evil thing: Genius the category too. is made from people who nominated games to this category. You know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know yeah. necessarily that the awarding audience is different from the people who listed it. So like, that makes me think that like, people are saying that about this game, even if like we have very strong <laughs> reasons. Well, not ma- very strong. Maybe putting it in a strange way, but if we even if we have reasons why we know that's not the case, you know, so that's why I'm going with the description. What do you know about uh, Evil Genius Two, Rita? Nothing. I just know oh. it's been it's been, uh, you know. There's been a little bit of hype for it. I'm gonna go Age of Empires. That w- that would have been my non-inscription guess. Yeah. Well, because I'm saving inscription. I think it's, I mean I I know it's gonna win best indie game. Oh yeah, we're gonna get there. All right. Moving on, Vito. Moving on, we got best sports slash racing game, and we got F1 2021, FIFA 22. Hot Wheels Unleashed, baby. Forza Horizon 5 and Riders Republic. Yeah, this um, one's easy, uh, right? Let me, let, me, let me save the category. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's all just say Forza Horizon 5, both because yeah. for, it was <clears throat> the only one that some of us played and also because it's the only one that many of us ever heard I mean, of. It's up for though. game of the year, right? Yeah. Um, this was actually, for me, this was a toss-up between oh, no, Forza not. and Hot Wheels Unleashed, only because Unleashed kind of got that like breakthrough buzz of like, wow, this is actually yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, I hey, don't cool. know that it's going to beat Forza Horizon Five. For- Forza Horizon Five. Category. I mean, certainly it didn't have breakthrough buzz, but it did get like kind of like unique, like, oh hey, look at this one buzz. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this ain't this isn't the Forza you 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 remember. <laughs> this ain't your mama's Forza Horizon Four, right? This is a five. Greg? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I agreed with Forza. Oh, you want that? Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah. you have the I, next yeah, category. Yeah, I get it. Best family game, because everyone loves family. <clears throat> Excuse me. It Takes Two, uh, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare, Get It Together. Um, I have played uh, three of these games. No, I'm sorry, oh. two of these games. Oh. Uh, Snap, Pokemon Snap, and It Takes Two. Uh, I think family-wise, I'm going to go Superstars, as always. Mario Party, baby. I'm going Mario Party as well. It Takes Two is only two players. Yeah, it's not a family yeah, that game. Is, is a limiting factor. The funny thing. part, though, is that I probably heard the most family playing about that game because everyone says oh it's so good to play with your significant other or especially you know, if you're going through like a like divorce that. too <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah dude right especially if you have irreconcilable uh, differences yeah i mean the, the problem is and I, ju- I i just learned this looking it up is that this mario party didn't get like stellar reviews like if it was a mario party that really knocked out of the oh, park no. made, I would believe that. But this is like an eight out of ten game. It looks like it's hard for me. Dude, to like, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, I'm still going. The with it. I mean, Party I, I I know that's good for Mario Party, but is it better? Is it yes. good enough to like overcome the fact that like 
it takes two just hit like that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's uh, that's up to you, but if you compare this Mario Party right. to the other Mario Parties, it's above and beyond. Andy's shaking my faith for sure, but I'm going to stick with Mario Party. But I am shook right. now. Go on. It takes yeah. two to vote for Greg it. Greg has almost shaken my faith. <laughs> I'll be honest, but oh, I no. think I'm think I'm just gonna stake it on it takes two, just because I've heard them. I feel like that. I feel like I've heard people playing that with their kids and shit too, right? Yeah, same. And like that—that's what the game is about. It's about this is why, yeah, this is why uh, your mom isn't at the house anymore, yeah. bud. She turned into a little doll, and, and I smashed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vito, I need your vote on this one. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the other categories because I'm like, man, it takes two. I know he's got to take a category. It's a phenomenal game, but like, but games can also do multiple categories. Dude, I got, dude, yeah, I got, I got, big, I got big things coming later. Trust me. I'm nervous. Um, I feel like I, if I don't choose, it takes two. It won't win. I feel like my vote's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. <laughs> All right, well, whatever whatever uh, your choice, man. We've had enough time. It's time to choose. You got five, four, three, Pull the two. wild card. WarioWare. Get it All together, right. man. I know Vito's not I, winning this. I'm so glad that you made a decision because I, I really didn't have any follow through if you did. I'll go <laughs> ahead. I, I knew bad. you weren't going to do oh. anything. You better, you better do it. <laughs> I know you were all talk. <laughs> All right, John. All right, next nah, can, I, can I? Can I? Can I change? Can I put me down for a takes two? Everyone was excited no, for Wario no. Wario. No, it's solidified. We, no, 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 no. I, want, I don't. I don't want. No, no, I don't. I don't want people to be. I don't want people to be crazy. Any any guess is fine to change so long as we're on air before the show. Yeah. You're dead to me. All right, we oh. got best fighting game coming up. Uh, I did. Fire? I did. That being said, I did put an asterisk next to it. Uh, Vito's gonna get all. <laughs> Vito's gonna ask for all his uh, ask for all his things to be edited like five days from now. We gotta have the asterisk just to denote. Well, yeah, I mean, because if that's that's the all right, that's, that's, that's that's right. right. you know. no, but just if it's a winning point, win, I don't want to get in case he win, in case he wins by exactly one point. You know, it might get interesting. I'm bringing down a little bit. <laughs> Come on now. It's that's just it's tough for rules. All right, best fighting game. We have a uh, Demon Slayer, Guilty Gear. You gotta Strive. say the whole name. I'm not saying it. Guilty Gear Strive, <laughs> uh, Melty Blood, Type Lumina, Nickelodeon, <laughs> Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Okay. That'd be and Guilty Greg, Gear. Guilty Gear Strive. It's definitely Guilty Gear. Greg, Gear I do want to hear you try to say the full name of the game. Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles, bro. Uh, get blown the fuck Dude, out, Andy. Nice. Come, come at, no, I, come I, at I, me. Hey, there's a reason. There's a reason I picked Greg. I knew he could. Why do you guys uh, think like Guilty Gear? Is that, is that like a uh, like a ten out of ten one? fighter? Yeah, dude, that's uh, like yeah. A, the yeah, best. I, I, I'm, I'm also saying Guilty Gear. Like Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, I think is certainly a very cool looking game and very unique. But I don't know if it has like the star power as far as like best fighting game to overcome what I've heard about Guilty Gear Strive. Nah, how fighting game people would be, be up in arms about Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. How pissed would you be if you made Guilty Gear and then Nickelodeon won? Sorry. I kind of missed the good. very beginning of this. Flask, did you say that as well? I said Guilty Gear Strive, yeah. And Vito? 
Yeah, I guess. Put me down for guilty. Game. You don't know. Yeah, I watched a Vito starting oh, at first. I yeah, Vito's <laughs> starting to get some answers. Or everything gets asterisk. I demand it. <laughs> Come on. More asterisk. All right. Uh, best role-playing game. We have Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. Uh, you want me to answer first this one? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Put me down for Shin Megami Tensei. That's the winner right there. Ooh, well, Vito. Uh, I'm going to put a flat disagree and go on Monster Hunter Rise. I think I'm going to do a fucking wild card and do Scarlet Nexus. Oh, my God. I also have heard great things about that game, to be fair. In fact, have, have the things I heard been that great? I don't know. I'm going to go uh, say Rise as well. Although, I, I think this, this one could be... Vito, I'm gonna s- I'm gonna side with you, and I'm gonna go with Shimagami Hensei. So, uh, I know of this series in vaguely about this game, but but I'm I'm just curious why you guys think that overcomes Monster Hunter Rise or or say Cyberpunk 2077. Well, uh, I'll, no comment <laughs> about the Cyberpunk. That's a really that's a really funny include on this list, isn't it? Yes, dude, like I have a hundred hours in Cyberpunk. I love them all. I mean, I, I, dude, I, 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 I do think buried in there is a good game, and I, and I, and I enjoyed my time with it. But like on this list, it, it's, it's insane. It's insane enough to think for me to think it might actually win. Seriously, it came out. This <laughs> came out this year. So nutty. It came out like the week of the Game Awards. Like I think we were playing yeah, it like right the night of the of Game it. Awards. A wild gotta- game. They got to forfeit any awards that they might have got in my book. That's the, the like, man. The the yes. thing is, is about like part of of the thing about that game is all of the is all of the hype being at like nine out of ten, and the reality being closer to a seven. You know what I mean? And not just like like the pre release, like what they're marketing, but the the the, the reviewing scores is more what I'm getting at. Uh, most of the scores for this game were really high, I, and I just wonder, like, if they pulled journalists and stuff. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of doubt. I still, I still, I still doubt it. But like, there, there's a part of me that like feels like cyberpunk will make sense in a way. Well, we can always just disagree with them, and uh, you know, give give ourselves points. All right, we're we're getting up there. We we got uh we got just a few more categories left. We have next best action adventure game, action slash adventure game, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. John, you're old. I don't know, man. This, 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 this is going to be one of the game maker categories. I think. I feel like I can see a different category. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I I've only played a little bit of Psychonauts two, but I've seen almost a full playthrough of Resident Evil Village, and like, there's not a game here that I've I've, I haven't heard amazing things about. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. John, you've played every single one of these except for Ratchet. 
yeah. So John, I mean, I haven't beaten Metroid Dread. Um, this is a tough one. I am. I'm gonna say Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy because I think Metroid Dread's gonna win Game of the Year. Hmm. Interesting. Are you enjoying it that much? Or are you just going off of uh, hype? I'm just looking at the list of Game of the Year, and I don't think it's very impressive. Interesting. I, mean, I think now, Resident Evil Village was good, but I don't... I'm going to vote for Resident Evil Village. I think that could win Best Action Adventure, not Game of the Year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Resident Evil. Yeah, me too. And right, if not, so, so. not Village, probably Gardens of the Galaxy because of what you were saying about it, John. So I'm the last one. Man, I, I'm really, really stuck here. Um, I got to go with Psychonauts Village. You don't think Psychonauts 2 for Flask? What'd you say? I said you don't think Psychonauts 2? No, but I am curious what I'm going to think about this category after I play Guardians uh, soon. And I haven't I think, played I think Resident Evil definitely has a strong... Like I said, I think Metroid's going to win Game of the Year. I think... That would be my next pick, or even if it wasn't, because I don't know if I don't know if I. I mean, I guess I mean, like you said, people are nominated, so it is an action adventure game. But yeah, I think Village is still a safe pick. All right, moving on. Yep. Moving on. Best action game: Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Death Loop, Far Cry Six, and Returnal. Let me let me let me jump in with a hot take. It's Returnal. Hmm. I'm going to go Chivalry 2. Don't let like Kurt hear that. I'll hop on the Returnal train. Yeah, you can throw me down on Returnal also. Man, I don't know. I haven't, I, I haven't actually heard that much about Returnal. I heard enough about it. I heard enough about it that people were saying the game was just took synthesized a lot of things together and was really unique and cool. I'm just looking at the rest of the list, like Far Cry Six. Or like Far Cry, stop making them. I am nice. Uh, first off, nice. Uh, second of all, I mean, it's really got to be between be between Returnal and Chivalry, right? It's not gonna be Back for Blood. I was so thinking between think. Returnal, Returnal, and Deathloop. <clears throat> That's what I was thinking uh, too. Mm. Deathloop got crazy good reviews from, you know journalist not 10 out of 10 from IGN or whatever but like I've never heard I've actually never heard a human say they've <laughs> played that game I don't think maybe Spirit I think we've seen one and like it doesn't yeah, have that, good reviews that's that game why is really very hard confusing to... to me yeah. and it went on that's sale really half off like last week like and it just you came out what? that's weird I think that this might be the only category that I could envision Deathloop actually winning so I'm gonna go I'm putting me down for Deathloop that's a good point too Shoot, he that, might be that is a very fair point. All right, moving on. Because it's an arcane game. Greg? Well, it's innovation and accessibility. Far Cry 6, Forza 5, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. So this uh, one, ba- what is The Veil, Shadow of the Crown? What is, what like, is so what accessible is that? about that I game? I have never heard of that, that game. Is that that VR game? There's not even a Wikipedia entry for it, apparently. I'm saying that. Uh, the link it, got broken. I feel like without playing the actual game, you could never know like what accessibility options it has. Or even like, exploring them. I played Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe it does have some options in the menu, but I 
I didn't look at them, so I I have no idea. You're shooting uh, in the dark here. It's not. I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ratchet and Clank. Me because too. Because I'm. I I've not heard anything about, like the any of these games having anything special in that regard. But well, I'm gonna, wait, I'm Ratchet Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank seems like a series that should do that, and Insomniac seems like a company that cares about that. So I'm gonna. I had this inkling in the back of my head that I heard something about accessibility in terms in in the talk about that game. Can't remember. The Did we mention? I, I was among my own thoughts for a second. You might have said it. The Veil is audio based. It's it's like an audio game. Oh, I didn't know that. It's no. an audio based action adventure. I'm looking at huh. like screenshots on the Steam page, and it's literally like you're looking at a black screen. So they do, did they just put a ringer in this category? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be it, so that right? Win. Uh, very positive I mean, reviews. I mean, that's certainly an innovation. Except, like, how do you how do you put that game in this category against these games and not have it win? All right, like, I just want to say, like, oh yeah, the- dude, Ratchet Clank had mm. really good color blight. Well, dude, this game is literally sound. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first review on the Steam page, the first sentence is, "Have you ever wondered what it would like to be, be t- to be blind?" That's gotta be the winner. I'm gonna go ahead and change my answer. I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and change my also. answer. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have right. said. Any, I shouldn't have said <laughs> anything. <laughs> you know what? I want asterisk. I want asterisk on everybody's answer there. Right, nope. Yeah, sorry, fair. we were still on the category. Have... We were. It was fair. It, it, the discussion was still hot. I don't know. Now it is cold. And we are moving away. I should have kept that John. as hidden knowledge. All right, we have uh, best AR and VR game. Hitman Three. I expect you to die too. Lone Echo Two. Resident Evil Four, and Sniper Elite VR. Um, I give it to Resident Evil Four. It looks Ari pretty 4. solid. I was thinking about that. You... If it wasn't on the Did... quest, I'd be playing that. I was thinking about that. Uh, Hitman is kind of a sleeper choice, maybe because it. I, I didn't even know it had VR, but that does it's sound like, really cool. It, it, I mean, yeah, it does sound cool, and also it's like a triumphant conclusion to like this this three part franchise, and it's the only category in which it's listed. So I don't know. Hitman Three's got me thrown. Otherwise, uh, I'm definitely on the RE4 train. No, I have sort of th- so Lone Echo uh, as a franchise has been well received and is is a big name in vr but i'm wondering if it won't be lone echo 2 because it's a sequel whereas re4 is kind of like big and new and and i mean not not new but it's like the vr experience is new and my cynicism tells me that nobody gives a, a crap about anything vr uh, uh, resident evil 4 does wrong because it's resident evil 4 one of the biggest games ever in vr so I guess I'll cynically vote Resident Evil 4. All right, I'll, I'll hop on that train as well. Vito? Yeah, I guess. I don't know anything about the rest of these. I have played Load Echo 1, and unless they stepped it up, I don't think it's going to win. And you did not I thought I heard good things about Load right? Echoes. It's both. a very pretty game, and the, the movement's cool. You're, you know, you're in zero D, you're floating around, but it's very much a, a varied narrative. You're just going to hear some people talk game. Um, which I'm sure some people like, but you know, the okay. best yeah. VR game, they're gonna want you using the VR to the fullest potential, shooting around and whatnot. Yeah. Flask, it is your turn. We got best community support. 
Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Beyond Light, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. Stuff. Not Final the first Fantasy. Two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Final so Fantasy clear, or Fortnite? Before anybody says anything they regret, um, Fortnite was on this category last year. Vio and Greg voted for it. Neither one of them won. Fall Guys won last year. Uh, Apex and Destiny 2 and No Man's Sky um, all appeared on the list last year as well. Final Fantasy, so Final Fantasy 14 year. replaced Fall Guys. Otherwise, it's the same list as last year. You know what? I'm going to guess Fortnite final. because... The Final Fantasies. I feel like it's it's in the last year that the amount of of just content added to Fortnite has become like so ridiculous that it's now now Fortnite is, is like a whole universe. Like it was it was certainly going on in like 2020. But I feel like 2021 we've just seen so much more. Yeah. Uh, I got a strong pull towards Fortnite, but I'm going to say Final Fantasy. I feel like it's been taken off this year. Yeah. I, I could imagine this 14 is. as well. Final Fantasy 14 meme feels real this year. I feel like Fortnite I also well. feels real, you know. They got Thanos. I'm going to go 14, which I think is a double down because it. No, I did not do that last year because this game is new. Last year I went No Man's Sky. Also, yeah, when this guy with jo- with John. All right, and Greg. Yeah, I said Final Fantasy. Greg said fourteen. I okay. said it like three times. We'll move on to the best mobile game: Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. Gotta be Genshin. Always yeah, Genshin. Imagine Genshin. I'm going to do Pokemon Unite. Hit me with that Marvel Future Revolution, baby. I don't even believe those are real games. <laughs> They're not. Alright, I'm also going to go Pokemon Unite. Huh. Alright, Vito. Genshin. No, no, no. Next category. Oh. Next category, Vito. Best, best indie game. We got 12 minutes. Death's Door. Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. Inscription. Yeah, it's yeah. Script. this one's an easy you know, category. Sh- uh, straight scripting. Straight scripting. Have you played Inscription, Greg? You like this one? I've watched a, v- a VTuber play it. He's oh, also sat in on sat in on I've also sat I've also sat in on your two uh, talks about it. I want half an asterisk. You can't do that, bud. Sorry. The conversation is hot. Now, somehow somehow distinct from best community support, we have Greg. Wait, what <laughs> the, the best fuck? ongoing game. It's Why? Apex, Warzone, it's Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Now, guys, I'm telling you right now, it's Final Fantasy. I tell I you, it's gonna yeah, win because this one. literally, it's so it's so best and ongoing that I can't even play the game right now. I have to wait like four hours to play the game for it's anyone. Win both Why? of them, though. I think it'll win both of them. I'm gonna switch to Fortnite. 
Fuck. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it be the reverse for like one I of feel our like you got, I feel like I figure got it's it. gonna win at least one of them. I'm gonna get at least one of these points. I think that they and I don't know this, but you know, just from the inklings I've gotten, they talk to the community or the fans more than Fortnite does. You know, Fortnite throws stuff out, but I don't think they're like fielding questions and apologizing for things. That is a good point. So that's why I'm thinking mm. of Final Fantasy as the community support. But this one, I mean, this one could be Call of Duty. I was thinking Call of Duty strong. That's that's always getting stuff. It's true. I think they, they could take it as well. Tomorrow they're uh, getting their new update. Yeah, give me Warzone. I think that's yeah, that's a good one. You know what? I'm gonna ride or die with John. Nice. Then die. Didn't die on I mean, the I, I, I hate to on this one. No, I said fourteen right away, but I, I, I also, I think I've been convinced by John. I think I might go Fortnite for this one, Together and just ride, roll. ride on Fortnite for for both of those categories. <sighs> All right. Oh, sorry about that. We have a uh, John. Your turn. Yeah, we have another one. Knows this category: games for impact. And in that category, we have before your eyes. Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. And I know that all of you have played all of these games. Yep. Which so is go ahead and anyone jump in. Is going to be I'll, put, uh, I'll, I'll go Boyfriend Dungeon. Fuck. I'm doing Before Your Eyes. Yeah, you throw me on uh, Before Your Eyes. I go Life is now, Strange. Now you might think that I know something about <laughs> game what you don't uh throw me on no. boyfriend dungeon <laughs> you thought i did didn't you change over well, to I boyfriend did. Dungeon. I, you shook me too I he seemed like, really oh. confident and he i don't seem know really confident <laughs> i just I said it without Vito, any fanfare i i i'm laughing more that Vito thinks i know anything about boyfriend dungeon and this category is done that's it yeah. locked in locked in it's cold well now the next category is best performance we have Erica Mori as Alex Chen, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo, Jason E. Kelly as Colt Vaughn, Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu, and Ozio, sorry, Ozioma, Ozioama Akaga, Jesus Christ, Ozioama Akaga as Juliana Blake. I don't know why that I struggled so much. It was actually very readable. I mean, she's got to be a big vampire lady. You're, yeah, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like this one's Maggie easy. Robertson. You know what? It just seems like a logical choice based on how she came out of nowhere and her performance just like bolstered a breakout villain, yeah. you know? Did, like, does anyone not say Lady hard D? Hard to fight with. No, partly because I don't know who the other... I mean, I know who Anton is, and now I know who Alex Chen is, but I, Cole, I don't even... Cole is... Uh, Cole, Cole Vaughn is Deathloop. Oh, uh, all right, pass. Juliana Blake is uh, Deathloop as well. No, also pass. Maybe, man, maybe we're sleeping on Deathloop. I really don't think so, though. Maybe. I think a bunch of nominations but no wins does sound really appropriate for what for that game, though. Yeah. All right, we got next. Uh, we got best audio design, Ooh. including Deathloop, Forza Horizon Five, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. 
Oh, uh, Forza, give me, right? Uh, give me I'm Returnal. Go Returnal. Yeah. I, think I've heard, I heard that game's about, got uh, some fancy audio. You know what? Fine. You know, Returnal is for me too. I'm going to say uh, Forza because, like, car sounds or something, right? But it's not like a confident. I really don't know, but I mean, hmm. I feel like Ratchet's a good that, choice, too. Deathloop's got to win something, right? No. Ratchet probably does some cool stuff with the controller. But Flask played Ratchet, and he didn't play Returnal, and he says Returnal. I have not played Ratchet. That's on PS5. It's definitely Ratchet, then. <laughs> huh. uh and Vito, it's your turn and just for a podcast so's we are entering the last round of categories oh so All be right, precise about your predictions <clears throat> best score and music cyberpunk 2077 death loop near replicant marvels and i'm not reading that number marvels what, going what to the galaxy the Artful Escape. Are you so fucking serious with that version number? Yeah. Like, why? Like, okay, Yokotaro's a, a, is weird. a crazy He's person. A weird but oh, yeah, I was like, don't don't get into Yoko's I, brain. You're just I actually feel like uh, Nier Replicant is not a bad pick for this, but it, is that game just like a remaster, though? Like, Oh, uh, I believe so, yes. But uh, go also, so without, pretty great. Without what? Without without any research, this game could have won this category a few years ago. Actually, it's tough because Gar- Marvel's Garden of the Galaxy has like licensed music, and you know people they love '80s stuff for some reason. But I think I've also heard, and then Cyberpunk had like uh, an original soundtrack or something, right? So, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk had good, good music. Like, I like yeah. the, I like yeah. its music. Uh, but I feel like I also right, heard well, something about. I'm gonna go with Deathloop. I feel like I heard uh, the, the music and that was good or something, or the soundtrack was good. Yeah, I kind of want to go with Deathloop too because I, I I feel like it's gonna win something, and I'm not really sure where else I'm gonna put it. Yeah, I think it's gonna win the next one. Well, uh, maybe. The Artful Escape nah. has a very good chance of winning this category. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'll fall flask. It's it's literally. Oh my a game god! You're so fucking. You're like a little. I'm gonna ring you out. Nah, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not gonna, it's not gonna win this category, but it will win the next. Let me t- let me tell you guys how how that works. All right, tell All us right. about the next category, Greg. Well, you mean the best art direction? Yeah. Yes. Between Deathloop, Canada Bridge Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, and the Artful Escape. I'm going Artful Escape again because it's also a very uh, visual game. It's about music, but it's a very visual game. So it has to win one of these two categories, I'm telling you. I'm going to go with Artful Escape on this one as well. And it also has a bunch of AAA actors in it. Give me uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits because that game looks like it was made by Pixar. It's gorgeous. Give mm. me also Kina because I like how that game looked. It's a good they, point. That was one of the main reasons I wanted to get that. You'd probably like that game. Uh, no, Drawing, I'm on our first Dude, it looks awesome. Yeah. Breath of the Wild comparison. All right. We got best narrative game or, or best Breath narrative for a game. Deathloop. It takes two. Life is Strange, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. You guys played Life is Str- You guys played Life is Strange. Give me the thumbs up, thumbs down on it. Now I, I will I have something to say about Life is Strange True Colors on the next episode of the podcast. Alright, but give but me a thumbs up, thumbs down. At this point, I must say, I don't know how it could possibly win best narrative. 
I don't uh, think it takes except for the point to. that it's like Oscar bait. You know, it's like it's like made to win best narrative. That's the only like, way I could see. I, it I feel like I feel like that would have in this game show got it best impact. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, maybe. It can't be. It takes two. That story uh, gameplay was fun. I didn't really think the story was that great. Yeah, the story is not what people are talking about. Yeah, gotta be Psychonauts, right? I'm going Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. Take me to the moon. I'm gonna also go with the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I've never played any. I yeah, that's all I. You know what? I feel like Psychonauts is gonna win one of these three categories. I'm gonna go Psychonauts too. All right. Well, I gotta follow the Psychonauts man on this one. I don't know that it deserves it either, but like, yeah, it, uh, it might win that. As far right, as uh, right. another category, it could win best game direction, Deathloop. Penultimate category. It what? The penultimate category. Penultimate category. Yes, Deathloop. It takes two. Psychonauts two. Ratchet and Clank. Returnal. And I, I'm guessing Psychonauts two again. It has to win one of these two. I think, either game direction or narrative. But do I want to go for both? No, what game, are direction? game direction. What are game the, direction uh, is going to be creative now, now, vision. Now, Flask, that it that uh, I think it takes. Two. It has to win one of these two arguments. Is pretty good. I'm going to go. With it takes two. I, so I think for so. Outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction. It takes and two. Design. It has to be. Yeah, I think. The or, I mean, who, it could be Death Loop. Cause you got the loop. I think the people who are voting on this in the Game Awards, you know, uh, judge pool, like Tim Schafer. <laughs> That's why I'm voting for this. True. What about Ratchet and Clank with like the whole like fucking busting through time with like no load screens and stuff? That is pretty sick, but I don't know. It takes two to the whole game. This is not this is not the most sick game. (laughs) (laughs) And I think even Deathloop with this like time mechanics and this like kind of multiplayer, I could see it. I mean, if they want to throw it something, but I just I just got a got a good. It takes two feeling in this one. It takes two. It takes two. Oh, I feel like I'm, I'm not going to get points for anything this game. Give me it takes two. That's all right. All right. That's that's like the weakest it takes two I've ever seen. Greg, you said it takes two, right? Yep. All right, friends. It's the last category worth what two might points. Be the sickest so get game. it right. It's it the, the game, game of the year. The year. We have Death. Anybody want to? It takes two. We have Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. I'm going to tell you, I've been thinking about this all day. And I'm I'm feeling good. It takes I'm two. Also oh, two. I was going to do the same thing. What? I go Metroid Dread. I thought I was crazy. Uh, I'm going to go Village. Hell yeah. But we got to walk in. I think I mean, it takes two. I feel like it's a toss up category it, to an extent. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it is. I mean, this. I I wouldn't be surprised. I I would be mad if Deathloop wins. Other than that, I would say. I mean, that games. is the highest rated game of all of these. <laughs> well, by journalists, you know. Maybe we're just really sleeping on Deathloop. I mean, it, it could just be really. I mean, maybe, maybe. that game it, it does just elevate the form or whatever. It is hey, our game. No, hey, I have not heard that about that game. We're about to find out right ten, now. Ten, uh, Jeff Keeley is taking the stage. Oh, uh, there he is, so Jeff. Look at me, Jeff. Everybody, everybody, we got to get our drinks real quick. Uh, we're going to cut. We'll be back at the post show to discuss who won. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We we just got back from uh, our live coverage of the Game Awards. 
by that I mean we were there in the audience. Uh, wow, it's what a night! In one shot. Yeah, I was sitting behind yeah. Guillermo del Toro. It was pretty awesome. I definitely saw the entire thing. Uh, John, unfortunately, will not be here tonight uh, for the post show. He got uh, con sickness, as they call it, uh, from being at the show. Unfortunately, we wish him well. Oh, uh, yeah, That's many such cases. Many right. such cases. Fortunately, he's cases. left me uh, some notes uh, on not everything by any means, but on many things that I'll, I will read out um, at the appropriate times. Oh, wonderful. So, first off, we'll just go through the recap here about the categories and who won. And you know what? I think I'm, I'll just do all the talking here as far as listening okay. and stuff. Just because I think I can uh, bust us through pretty quick. All right, uh, the best the best esports game first off was League of Legends, uh, and nobody guessed that. Greg guessed Dota, and the rest of us guessed Call of Duty. Well, that was kind of a nothing category for I us. I should have so. guessed League because they had that Netflix show, and everyone loves League again. Yeah, oh, that's true. Sure. That is a good point. That is a good point. For our most anticipated game, everyone was correct about Elden Ring. <laughs> of course. That there was, was a like little easy. Pop, there was like a little like bit about it too, right? Well, the, he did bring out a pot friend, right? Right. <laughs> to hand him, hand him uh, the envelope. So that was everybody's first point. A message from John: "Quote, who? Elden nice. who? <laughs> Classic nice one, John. John. Classic yeah. John. I wish him the best." Best debut indie game, the winner was Kena, Bridge of Spirits, which all of us slept on. Most of us None said of us Valheim. Uh, Flask, you were the only oddball out who said for the Forgotten City. Hmm. Yeah, I think the only reason we said that is because it's a better game. We also right. none of us played uh, Kena. Small reason. Clouded I, our judgment. I, yeah. I, do, I do think uh, John put it best in his note for this category. This one seemed the craziest to me. What the fuck is Bridge of Spirits? Better than Valheim? I don't know. Maybe I missed when Bridge of Spirits sold like 6 million copies in a month and sucked up like 100 hours of everyone's time. Yeah, John was like totally on the train. Understandably so. Based on what you guys said. Next was also a surprise for us. Um, Best multiplayer game. The winner was It Takes Two. Yeah. Uh, a few of us said Valheim, Greg said Monster Hunter Rise, and Vito was just totally wrong with Knockout City, and we, we said he was wrong in the pre-show. Well we're, well, we're equally wrong. I don't know why Why I'm totally wrong. <laughs> because ours had a chance. Can, can, I, think, I think one could possibly potentially be more wrong in this scenario than the other. Nah. If you pick New World, you were, you were, more, you were wronger. Anyway, good for, good, good, good for it, it takes two. Yeah, I, yeah, good for it I agree, but I also agree with John, who said Valheim got robbed. It takes yeah. two is great co-op, but it doesn't touch running through the forest with a crew for the first time. Co-op and yeah, multiplayer, as far as the multiplayer. Two, different games, two different genres, yeah. in my opinion. Right, I mean, yeah, it is kind of like two different genre games, so it's like, you'd love to, like, uh, have have a selection of, like, Thoughts from the people who did the actual selecting, the nominating, the awarding on on what you know what their thoughts were. Mm-hmm. 
Next was the best sim strategy, sim slash strategy game, which John won uh, with Age of Empires four. Vito used guessed like... Evil Genius two, and the rest of us said Inscription. It's pretty incisive on John's part. Yeah, uh, let's see. Best, sim- yeah, he had a note on this one. This one saved me. Never played Age of Empires, but I knew Microsoft Flight Sim couldn't keep getting away with it. <laughs> but he betrayed description a, to do so. Well, this one was a hard one because I, I think we even said in the pre-show that like inscription was not a good fit for this category, but it no. was, and I still think probably the most unique and best game among there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I don't know. Difficult. Uh, next one was also a shoo-in. We all knew it. Everybody got points on this one. Everybody, everybody got a lot of points, which contributed to a pretty close King of Keeley. Best sports slash racing game was Forza Horizon 5. I did kind of hope, when you kind of hinted at in the pre-show flask, that Hot Wheels would have won anyway, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. Nah, no way, yeah. Yeah, Forza is just the bigger and better game. Best family game was It Takes Two, which most of us guessed. Greg and John, oh, yeah. you guys went on a limb for the new Mario Party. Yeah, we all guessed, uh, and they're all fair guesses with no nothing taken away from anybody's guess there. The ballots were counted, Vito, okay? okay. The ballots were counted. Yeah, thank God that Vito didn't win. Though I guess there's a contention about a second place or a second place asterisk, but you know, we'll, no, we'll get to that. Listen, if you ain't first, you last, bud. Yeah, we can't make up rules on the fly. Best fighting game was another shoe in category, which I think is our third slam dunk category where all five of us just got it. Guilty mm-hmm. Gears Drive. Again, it was one of those categories like that, you know, that was the one where that was just where the buzz was. You could just feel it in the air. Best RPG was an upset, though. We had three different guesses. Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, and Shimigami Tensei 5 among the crew. But Tales of Arise was the winner. Yeah, no one brought up Tales of Arise at all during our discussion. I don't even know what that yeah. is. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I assume it's the, the new Tales, Tales game. Series. But... Yeah. Right. It's really good, apparently. Hot being kind of fucking award. Who knew? Best action slash adventure game. Oh, hang on. Sorry, one moment. All right, I'm sorry about that. Um, I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any of John's notes, but he didn't have any for the last few categories. I assumed he didn't. I just hadn't checked, you know, so. Oh, uh, you got to keep up on him, you know. Right. Best action slash adventure game. Um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy was like John guessed, uh, and the rest of us guessed Resident Evil Village. The winner was Metroid Dread. Which I think... I, that's fair. It, I think it's sort of like... <laughs> that's the category that it claimed, and then everyone was like proud of it for claiming action-adventure game. You know, like... Everyone knew it's a good game, and they were just just proud of it for for getting that category. Yeah, for sure. I think this uh, in the pre-show there was some politicking on whether Metroid Dread would win this or some other award later on. 
you know. Mm -hmm. Best action game went to Returnal. Me, John, and Vito scored on that one. Uh, Flask, you went, I think, for the politicking route, you went Deathloop. Yes. And Greg, Greg, I can't remember why you went Chivalry 2. Looking back, that's kind of an interesting pick. <clears throat> yeah, who knows? God. <laughs> God, what was I thinking? That's based. Hell yeah. Maybe Whatever. because I watched, like, a, maybe because I watched, we talked about Chivalry earlier, and I was like, oh, game sounds, you know, whatever. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I hear you, Greg. I did a lot of those. Yeah, don't worry, I know. I was None there. of us played Returnal, but I heard enough buzz about it and like enough like high praise about it that I knew it was going to score somewhere, you know. Sure. This next one really surprised me, and I didn't look into this, and I, maybe somebody knows more now. But innovation and in, inaccessibility. In, in All of us went the reasonable route with the Veil, Shadow of the Crown, a game we hadn't heard of before, but. Is literally just a game that is sound. Yes. The winner was sound Forza Horizon Five. Yeah. Do we crazy. know? Do we know what innovations in accessibility for Forza Horizon Five ha has had? Uh, they say your name. Oh wait, that was in the previous game. Uh, okay. I have no uh, idea. What we got? Um, it's on Game Pass. It's pretty accessible. It's pretty accessible on Game Pass. It's <laughs> a launch title? I don't know. Implementation of American and British Sign Language. Oh, was that the game that they showed the game off that has the a little in the corner uh, yeah, signing away? <laughs> sign, yeah, sign language is an option in all of the game's cutscenes. You got yeah, a little sign that, lady that, in Yeah, the that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that is certainly... And innovation and accessibility. Flask, nobody can do now that, that I'm thinking about it, we saw that, and me and you both went, oh, that's going to win. Yeah. It's I a literal person standing there signing. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, shit. Oh, sorry. Um, I knew this was going to happen because I'm looking at like three different documents, but to back forward a few categories for best action slash adventure game where Metroid Dread won. You guys may recall that John uh, is actually the only one among us who bought that game. Um, he did have a comment on this category, best action slash adventure. Still didn't beat it. <laughs> I was going to say, but John, he's like, yeah, it was, it was good. I haven't beat it. I thought John was like rooting for that game, though. I didn't know he didn't. Uh, I think he, he. I guess I enjoyed it, but he he Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy was like basically his game of the year. Well, 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 remember, his, uh, he does have some more words on a later category that speaks about Dread, but remember, he did actually put Metroid Dread up for Game of the Year. So That's what I thought, um, yeah. I think, uh, I think his thinking here was, you know, he really, really enjoyed Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and he thought Dread was going to get the Game of the Year spot. So to be consistent, yeah. you know, Dread's not going to win Best Action Slash Adventure Game 2. You know what I mean? Sure. Makes a certain degree of sense. Best VR slash AR game was also a slam dunk for everybody. Resident Evil 4. Boom. Cynically. Cynically boom. That one was maybe a bit more divisive for me because I felt like Hitman 3 um, might have been in the running. 
just because whatever. I heard cool things about it, but who knows? Apparently, everyone's just on the four train. There isn't even four train right now. It's a recent thing. I'm going to couple two categories together, but best community support and best ongoing game. Um, both of those went to Final Fantasy 14, which I think it's... I, I just thought when I looked back at this was really interesting that uh, there's two different categories that like both seem really similar, and then they both go to the same game. So it's like, I don't yeah. know what those categories are doing, actually. Yeah. I'm sure there is like probably like a reasonable explanation, but on the surface, I I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, like, I what really would be a, What would be a scenario where, where like a game would win one but not the other? You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? I don't know that I could explain I it. guess maybe the category was introduced um, in order to be thoughtful to certain other games and then the judges still ended up picking Final Fantasy. I don't know. I'm glad Final Fantasy like a won. Meta thing, right? Is it because No I, Man's Sky is not an ongoing game because it's not a live service game, it's just a game that gets regular updates? Or... Maybe part of it. <laughs> oh, maybe Square Enix paid them off. I, I don't really... Yeah, that's odd. I, I I just thought that was odd, is all you know. That is odd. I, I rode and dote on Fortnite. I lost both categories there. Yeah, I almost rode on uh, Fortnite, or I almost rode on Final Fantasy on both categories. But I told you, I told you guys to do it. Well, for for all the reasons I just said, you know, I, I did not. Yeah. After we recorded our predictions, I regretted not choosing those two or oh, Final Fantasy for, for those two. And uh, it really hurt me. <laughs> That's why oh, Greg yeah. nailed it. Greg got it, and I thought Greg was being a little crazy, and he wasn't. Mm. Yes, he has. Well, I, I I I love that game. I love playing it that game, weekend, right? Or, uh, I've I think the new expansion came out, and I've been playing the fuck out of it, dude. When I can, when I get in the game. Best mobile <laughs> game went to Genshin Impact. Bada bing. Uh, so Flask, I kind of rode with you on this one because I didn't know anything about the mobile space this year. I knew Genshin Impact had been going on a couple years. Pokemon mm-hmm. Unite, when you rode with that, I was like, alright, a big Pokemon game, I could definitely see that upsetting something and being something I missed. So I just kind of rode with that. But what what is Pokemon Unite? It is a uh, Pokemon MOBA type thing, I think. Yeah, I, I I believe I had heard good things about it. That's the only reason I chose it. Whereas Genshin Impact just sort of had its time to to be around, so I wasn't sure that it was going to be it out of a newer, more that was my skepticism you know, more as fresh well. Game, yeah. Um, best indie game with Dakena Bridge of Spirits, which man, that's got to be a, a crazy game because I I really. Can't help but feel the inscription got robbed here, and uh, no spoilers because I don't think it shows up anywhere else. It, it got robbed everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, strangely, I'm definitely gonna buy that game. No, which is insane. I mean, that game was like an instant ten for me. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I had looked at reviews a, for Kenna too uh, before all this, and it, it seemed like a very cool and beautiful game, but it also seemed like a solid 
seven and a half out of ten. So, right. I, I didn't hear the buzz. From. Yeah, where was the buzz? Small Did brain. John, have anything to say about any of these? Uh, he he had wrapped up his best indie game. He he combined that with his best indie debut. So, uh, okay. um, uh, basically, what the fuck is British Spirits? He, yeah, he didn't have any new new comment. Maybe we're just not plugged into games that aren't on the Steam store. I, I do find that about a lot of like, wh- wh- where can you find that? Epic. I imagine that's yeah, true. It's on it's on Epic. Yeah, I, it's, it's on like the I'm Epic not, Game I'm not, Store. I'm not plugged into like anything that comes out on the Epic Game Store. It makes sense. I I makes don't know. Sense. At the same time, like I have my sources. Flask has his. You know, you have yours. Like we we hear about stuff. Sure, it it percolates. I would think I would have heard about Kenna more than I did (laughs) if if this is how good it is. Right, I I I didn't hear anything negative about it for sure. It just no, I I was surprised because I did not hear the hype. Um, Games for Impact. John was the only winner with uh, Life is Strange Three. That was kind of (sighs) a toss up for me. Um, yeah. Life is Strange 3 was kind of I've, Flask, you might have said this at some point like the Oscar bait choice yes um, yeah. <laughs> I should have been more cynical about, yeah you know there's a reason they call it Oscar bait you know what I mean because it literally baits them yeah Yeah. baits the award best performance everybody got this with uh, Maggie Robinson as Lady Dimitrescu Resident Evil Village, which it was a no-brainer. I mean, um, no, no, not to downplay anybody else on that list. I personally, though I don't play Far Cry games, I, I really like Giancarlo Esposito as an actor, for example. I'm sure everybody else on there was great, but the hype, the internet hype around here, um, yeah, and her, her like everybody falling in love with her with like her story getting big as just being this like total unknown, you know. Who randomly yeah. happened on this happened on this project that she didn't even know was Resident Evil at first, and not to take away anything from her, but like I don't know, it was like an interesting story, an internet story, because like she became really popular just from the trailers, and then you, we actually played the game. Yeah. And she's like ba- she's like barely in it. Um, yeah, well, she's so, in the first act, you know, and yeah, not a lot. Um, Right now, she's in the first. She's in the first act. Um, yeah, people were everyone loves an underdog. By her. Everyone loves an underdog, and everyone loved her character based on yeah. just the character, the parents like, and the yeah, really the just the hype took on a life of its own somehow. Yeah. Best everyone body loves design. Big Mommy. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You just um, had to say it, no, Greg. I had I'm to glad, say it. I'm glad, I'm glad you actually said that because it reminded me of John's comment for best performance. Vampire Lady Big. Yeah, she's she big. Yeah, yeah, John, you're right about that. Sure are, man. All right, well, let's see. Next up is best audio design. Forza Horizon 5, which I think is not necessarily surprising to me. John was the only one who got it. Right. Why did I ride with you guys on a Returnal? I forget. <laughs> you didn't know, and I think I was making... 
I think I was point. adamant and uh, you just, you were a sheep. You were just okay. a, a little okay. sheep. Yeah, bah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I kind of figured the new Ratchet & Clank game was going to win one of the lesser... Not the, you know, lesser awards, not a fire way to put it, but you know what I'm saying. It's not game of the year. I mean, um, surely the rifts make noise when they rift apart. Right. And 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 I also they thought open. specifically about, like, doing stuff with, like, your controller and, like, st- sound coming out of your controller and that kind of thing. Right. And, like, they, they could have done some cool stuff with that. And I and they probably did, for all I know, and that, that's probably why they're on this category. But I guess it's not enough to over cargo room. Yeah. Congrats, Greg, for being the only one who got best score in music with Neo Replicant version one point two whatever. Yeah, Neo Music's really good. But the question I have is, uh, is it a lot of it original music, like specifically this this version of the game? Because th- my skepticism in voting for it was that. It probably had already had its moment, this soundtrack, a few years ago. You know, it either been nominated or not. Oh, this would be yeah, for the original game, know. which was before the Game Awards. It would have been, like, during the Spike era? I don't even know. Um, right? Well, okay. I, I didn't know the game was that old. For some reason, I thought it was a few years older than that. When did when did the original year come out, Greg? Late um, 2000s? Yeah, I, th- I want to say like 2010. 2010. Oh. 2010. Okay. All right. Okay. The year so, yeah, of Konami. That, that's a bit <laughs> fairer, I guess. Okay. Next up was best art direction. Nobody got this. Death Loop. Interesting. Yeah. All right. The 60s aesthetic, I guess. You know, 60s island place. Yeah, and I mean, I not not for nothing. I, I didn't think it didn't look cool, but um, maybe it's a lot more stunning in motion. You know, actually playing the thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I just didn't have like great expectations after. Uh, I guess I should have. <laughs> I just played, you know, the the latter Dishonoreds, the more recent ones. I guess I should have, and I know Prey, so I guess I should have known that they would always have good art direction. But I definitely thought the Artful Escape would win one of these two last two. It did not. <laughs> yeah, I you know sometimes it's uh, sometimes for whatever reason it feels like the hype thinks it's enough to honor a game by nominating it and just having it on the big stage for a second, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the hype thinks it's enough that it has to win. I don't know. It's hard to judge. It is. Best narrative went to Marvels Guardians of the Galaxy. Which John, I think, was the main guesser on there. Greg, you you kind of rode with John on. Yeah. So Flask, obviously, I'm not gonna. You can't answer whether you like that or not because you didn't play Guardians of the Galaxy, but you you did vote for Psychonauts too. Um, yeah. You have a whole spoiler cast talking about this game, of course, but in non-spoiler terms. Do you, do you think that that's a fair nomination, at least, or do you do you think the game uh, deserve? You, do you think the game you wouldn't satisfy with the game winning this award? I guess is the question. Uh, I'm. I, I will have to make it through Guardians of the Galaxy to really judge about that because on on impressions, I feel like I, I'm very curious why that would win best narrative. You know, it's like a 
comic booky game and it looks like Marvel's Avengers, you know, it's like it doesn't have a good outward appearance, right. but maybe right. once you get inward, it really proves itself. As far as Psychonauts right. 2 goes, um, I didn't think that it deserves to win Best Narrative on my, like, personal judgment of Th- the That's game. what I thought, yeah. But I thought that it would, or that it could, in the Game Awards based on, like, what people like in a narrative. Right. A lot of people right. do like the narrative, and I'm not saying it was bad at all. I'm just saying I don't think it deserves you, you to win. Just I think, think other uh, people might have. Right. You didn't think it, you enjoyed it. You didn't think it was Best Narrative of the Year type game. I understand what you're saying. Right. Right. And also, when I was looking at the rest of them, I was like, I don't think any other one of these, except maybe it takes two, could top this. So if if Psychonauts two is going to win the category, this one would be one of the safest bets. I would I would say. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy came out of nowhere this year, and it's clearly yeah. way better than I ever could have thought it would be, and I think most people would agree john has um, talked uh very favorably about that game yeah. in previous podcast he has almost yeah. nothing bad to say about it um so i know it's good um and i think i just really need to try it out for myself but i'm still surprised that it took home best narrative you telling me in the entire year this video game had the best narrative out of all the video games i guess well, I, it I think was made by Eidos montreal well, think about it, though. If it's a competent imitator of, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy shtick, people love that whole, like, banter, quippy, yes. uh, 70s yeah, aesthetic. That might, like be Western-y. that might I'm be new. That might be... I'm not saying it's new, but, like, the writers could be very, very good and could have pulled that off well. You know what I mean? I'm, and it I it could they, actually be funny. And I bet I, they actually did for the fact that it's on here. I agree. I bet they did. I'm just saying my expectations, you know, because that oh, quippy, oh yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Answer stuff is is not new to video games. It's only sure. newer to to certain sure. you know movies, but it's been in video games. You look at things like Borderlands sure. and and shit sure. like that. So I'm surprised. Anyway, but I mean that I think it's fair to say that's that's bad. You know what I mean? And, and that I'm not disagreeing with you. It sounds like I am, but that's also what my expectation was. I ignored this game when it came out, and then I heard a little bit of good buzz like hey maybe actually check this out then uh john played it and ever since then i, f- I feel like yeah you know now does it have the, the best narrative out of those choices probably most definitely absolutely the only question i had was psychonauts 2 which i, I haven't played but i just right guess i would have guessed that the right. narrative would have been better but I, you know we played the right. takes two the narrative is not you know the strong point of that game um yeah no doubt for sure so anyway uh curious um I was gonna, I guess, to pick your brain a little bit more for us, since we were kind of on that t- subject, and we're kind of getting to the end of this segment. Um, Psychonauts two is actually up for four or five or categories, I think, uh, yeah. and it didn't win any of them. Right. Uh, is there a category where you feel like you wish it did win, or like you would have advocated it had you been on the uh, imaginary panel of judges? describing this game the jury is there a award you would have advocated it for well this is a little premature but uh best game direction i would say would be that category okay okay which uh uh, is only a little bit premature that went to death loop that was our next category yeah Yeah. like so it went to death loop i haven't played death loop but it's gonna really have to prove itself because psychonauts 2 i did think one of the major strong points of that game was tim schaefer's 
uh, vision behind it. And that's one of the, the, one of the places for that sequel that I definitely felt like, Oh, you could see him through and through that game. You know, you could, you could, you could feel the Schaefer in that. And so as far as direction, you know, the thing with the director does, and he was the director on Psychonauts 2, it, uh, it made sense to me that it could win that category or that it should. Sure. Uh, the, the rest of us went with It Takes Two, um, which, which I, I think... Joseph uh, Ferris power behind it. Right, and and uh, I'm not... I, I feel kind of the same way that you do uh, between It Takes Two and Deathloop. Not that I felt super strongly about It Takes Two because my mind was clouded with politics by the Game Awards and I was pretty confident about t- It Takes Two for the next one, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, th- that game is directed extremely well. You know, I think it would have been a very appropriate pick for this for this award. I agree. By the way, before we move on, does John have any thoughts on some of these? Um, yeah, actually, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, we kind of segued out. But uh, best narrative, uh, John said, I really wasn't confident in this one. I remember John is the only one of us who played, and um, he did vote for this, and what's correct. He said, I really wasn't confident in this one. I thought Guardians had a good story. This could have went to any of them. Huh. That's interesting to me, actually. <laughs> that puts it <laughs> in a new context a little bit. Best game direction, John said. They had to give Deathloop something. Arcane on Suicide Watch. <laughs> Didn't it win other categories? Yeah. It won art direction. What else did it win? Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing. All right, Vito. <laughs> Vito? Mm-hmm. Greg, are you here as well? Yes, yes, sir. All right, I, I just, sorry, I wanted to call both of you guys to attention because, Greg, I, I announced you as the King of Keeley at the top of the show. And uh, I was only partially <laughs> accurate. I need to give Vito his uh, his moment of recognition. Vito, mm-hmm. uh, you were also the King of Keeley of uh, 2020. Uh, I forgot oh, really? last year. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I was going to correct trophy. you too. I thought I was, uh, but then I, no. I forgot if it was Veto Brain or if it was King of well, Keeley. The thing is, is that you wanted to trade your King of Keeley for the Veto Brain. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> it's a mess. Well, I got my brain back, or half of it, right? Right. Well, we'll see what happens here. So, Vito, congratulations. Greg, congratulations on being the King of Keeley of 2020. Okay. And with that, we'll head into the game of the year. That's all the recognition you get, Vito. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, With that, we'll head into the game of the year. Game of the year was It Takes Two. Whoop, whoop. Good for the last game. Vito got that. Uh, I was... I was confident in a sense that, like, I felt like it really should, and I felt like enough people might feel like it really should that it would win. Um, without having played many of the game, mo- actually any of the other games on the other list substantially, uh, just from what I've heard, it takes two. What's just an amazing game, you know? Like, uh, yes, I felt like it came out of nowhere, and just uh, the love and the passion for the game and uh, how well it was executed. You can go back to our podcast around that time to hear us talk more about it. In fact, we did have 
a solo podcast about that game, I think. Um, go back, yeah. I could go on and on about the game. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was quite amazing. I'm still, like, shocked. I mean, I, I picked this one because I thought it was a fantastic game. I'm just happy and shocked that such a, like, almost like a niche game uh, in, indie game can win game of the year. I mean, that's a that's but, a huge title. You think about what other games you're up there with. I know, um, but like, uh, that, that's how it be a lot of times when you think about it. Like, uh, a lot of times it's like a title that's uh, game of the year has a lot of the idea behind it has a lot of heart behind it. You know, yeah. it's like when uh, The Walking Dead, Telltale's The Walking Dead, won game of the year, or when uh, this Doom game won game of the year uh after nobody thought of my you know show like that that feeling of deserving it <laughs> yeah i'm surprised uh, uh, Res- afterwards resident evil village didn't take anything yeah it didn't yeah oh, well, well, no, i'm sorry it's well, uh, the maggie the best robertson performance, right uh, for sure before we move on for the game of the year i do have uh, john's final notes about the categories at least no surprise here I voted for Dread because I thought it was a more mass appeal game game that might be a typo glad to see it takes two one though and he has a request here Vito mm-hmm. how many mini games did he beat you in uh, I don't know man it was pretty even I think uh, uh <laughs> I feel like he would tell me it was pretty not even. Pretty well, he's easy. well, he's not here, and and I don't want to bother him. Uh, you know, he's busy right now. So let's just say it was pretty even, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Hey, That's Flash, weird. can you can you take down a note real quick? Sure. Um, make sure you have a hat for the corrections officer next week. Okay. Thanks. I will do so. And on, I, let's just real quick. We're, we're talking about you know you're talking about game of the year and usually there's a lot of heart behind that and l- look at these past game of the year we had Last of Us Part Two, Sekiro, God of War, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Overwatch, The Witcher Three, Dragon Age Inquisition, and it takes two. It's up there with like some crazy AAA games. Like it doesn't really. Dude, it, 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 it absolutely it's, deserves to be. It's the I know. I'm I'm not saying it's not, but it, isn't that that's amazing? Like it's really. It's. The I think only it's a good combination like of like a game that's like made with indie heart and crazy good, um, with maybe bolstered by a guy who has a personality who like you love to hate to a sense. I thought, so you, I thought you were gonna say a personality. Uh, Disorder. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I, I like Joseph Ferris. I think he's cool as fuck. I like him too. Uh, yeah. I just, I just saying. You know, he he has a big personality uh, that helps sell the game. I think, um, in a weird way. Um, and there's also but, you know, the factor. You, 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 oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say there's also the factor of like it, Ratchet and Clank and Resident Evil and stuff. Even you know, Psychonauts, Metroid. They're all established franchises. Deathloop is made by Arcane, which has a history of great games. It Takes Two right. is the only really surprising one, you know, the one that blew people's minds from nowhere. Right, the the wow factor, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, people liked A Way Out, you know, but 
it wasn't didn't have that same uh, right cachet that the other ones did. If like inscription, if, Death, if, if Deathloop was like the perfect like synthesis of the arcane formula, it would still not have the wow factor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, This is the only indie title to win in the history of the uh, Game Awards. Wow! Wait, no tell way. wait what? Telltale's the game. Telltale's the Walking Dead won one year. Was that before uh, the Game Awards? Then? Yeah, that was. I'm, so this is just the Game Awards. Um, oh, the VGAs. I don't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't look at that history. Well, Keeley was still the executive producer of that. <laughs> hmm. Well, anyway, uh, congrats to Takes Two. I like uh, Joseph Farris's acceptance speech. If you don't have funny. kids, go out and get some. Yeah. Yeah. Get some. All so right. Yeah. Now, that was all fine and dandy. We were playing a serious game, a competition here among gentlemen. And I have the scores. In third place, with eight points, comes Flask. Which, third place, one person I know, your guys are going to hate on Flask. But honestly, including Flask's score even, this was a very tight range of scores. A very close game. The range yeah, of winning, winning to losing was three points here. Which is one category just, and game of the year, maybe. you know. If I had just voted for, say, Final Fantasy XIV in those two similar categories, I would have caught up to everybody else. Like That's the kind of right. thing we're working at. And second place was uh, tied for 10 points was our former kings, Greg and Vito, and myself. All right. And just barely edging away, the winner, the King of Keeley 2021, unfortunately unable to be present here tonight, is John. Everybody say nice things about John. Speech. Uh, Speech. 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 John. Speech. Here, I, I have I'm his words. I'll speak you. with the voice of John. I love you. Uh, yeah, all right. I'd like to thank Satan for all his guidance and wisdom. I'd also like to thank Age of Empires and Forza <laughs> for helping me <laughs> when no one else would. You know, I don't That's mean sweet. to. I don't want to. You know, be that guy, but I just want to say, John easily played the most games. Uh the most nominees out of all of us. He really should have won by a lot more. Oh, <laughs> it only gave him one more point. You know, he had like, was it, wor- was it worth all that time? This, basically. That's it. You know what? I'm going to make a commitment. I'm not playing any games next year. Okay. And we'll see. We'll, we'll just see. Yeah. We'll, we'll compare my score. You know what I mean? Relatively how well I'm doing. I'll be the That's experimental just guinea pig. That's just good science. Yeah. We'll That's see if it's even, science. and you'll be able to see if it's even worth playing video games at all. And it might not be. We might find out it's not worth it to play video it, games. It definitely, it, yeah. I might get married. Might have a kid. Might take on Joseph Ferris' little advice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're not done talking about the game awards, though, right? Well, I can I say one thing about one of the other categories that we didn't even include. Uh, uh, of course, best yeah. Content creator went to Dream, which is I don't just know hilarious. Remind, remind. Well, or, I know who I know who Dream is, but just remind 
remind everybody who this person, this this streamer, Dream is. I don't know much about him either. Right? Yeah, he's he's a a famous cheater, infamous cheater. Um, he's he's a Minecraft player who did Minecraft speedruns and then was caught cheating, and then was. Yeah, he just was mired in controversy for a while and then subsequently proved himself to be manipulative and a shitty person and uh, deserves just, like, scorn not for not for cheating. Because you can cheat and then be like, okay, I made a mistake and apologize for it and, and be better from now on. It's the way he then, what he then proved himself to be, his personality, his character, that that's like, damn, no. And he won best content creator at the TGAs. Listen, you, wow. you being a good person doesn't mean you make good, or being a bad person doesn't mean you make good content. I thought you, you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say being a good person is not a prerequisite, which is I think also true, apparently. That well, that is also true. You don't have to be a good person to make good content. That's true. There you go. And in fact, it helps sometimes being not such a good person. Right. No doubt. All right, that's our coverage of, well, sorry. That's uh, our coverage of the categories and the winners of the Game of the Awards, of the Game Awards and of our King of Keeley. Again, congratulations, John. Hope you feel better soon, friend. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you'll have a whole dang podcast worth of words for us when you come back. The win will do him good. I'm sure. Right now, I'm sure he's he's getting up from his uh, what what did we say he had con flu? I'm sure he's getting up from yeah. his bed now, and and the the filth of 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 a thousand gamers is is exiting his body. Yes, sweet relief. However, there was also some notable announcements at the Game Awards, and we're not going to have a comprehensive coverage of those. Um, but Flask, you took, uh, some detailed ledger on the ones that you thought would be notable for the podcast group and for our audience here. Yeah. I listed like the relevant games to our group in some way, you know, and that are previously unannounced or were without trailer until the TGAs here. Okay, Um, cool. So, uh, I'll I'll let you, uh, handle, run through, handle the show here. What, What do we got? All right, first up, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Gun Media, creators of Friday the 13th. And Predator, Hunting Ground. What was your, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. th- I wish I could have watched it with you guys. What was your reaction to that announcement? Yeah, also, bit, all bits aside, unfortunately, I was also not president, or not president. I was, un- I was I also not. not president, but I was, side note, not present at the time as well. Did you get right. to watch it in uh, after afterwards? I saw the last like ten minutes of the show, so I basically saw the trailer for uh, the last game on Flash which list, which we'll get to, and then I saw the game of the year reveal, which was cool. Okay. Yeah, my reaction to Texas Chainsaw was just like, oh, I don't really have any stake in, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought it was funny or interesting that Gun Media is switching over to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah, it's like. It hits me in a space where it's like weirdly appropriate and not at the same time, like because I don't trust gun media, I feel it's more just opportunistic. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wonder how little they paid for these licenses. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I I 
I'm suspecting we're all going to end up buying this, and I think we're going to have fun. Dude, probably. I will only I'm, buy it I'm if excited. everybody else does, but I'll just say right now, I, 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 I legitimately hope people do not, just because even though I enjoyed Friday the 13th, um, nothing feels... I, I would rather spend $60 on a game from like people I like versus $5 on a game from people I hate. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. And also, just the Texas Chainsaw Massacre IP isn't as interesting. It's not as, as fun. It's not as... Uh, the Friday the 13th has that campiness. Um, no pun intended. That being said, uh, if that... they sold this to me as, hey, this is the Friday the 13th, but because of IP reasons, we couldn't do it, even though I, I think they're lying. Um, but they're just selling me as Friday the 13th with the Texas Chainsaw skin. Hey, I'm in. That would be cool. That's, that's what I, that's guess what I think it be. is. Yeah, yeah, that's that was also what I thought. So I was like, if it's that, I will I'll buy it. Yeah, let's I also I'm also with you where I don't believe at all that they uh were like, Oh, you know, we're just we can't we couldn't work on the game anymore. Yeah. I don't sure. believe that. Shall I move on to Yeah, what else we got? Yeah, what else what the else we got? Expanse. From the resurrected Telltale games. It's the Expanse of Telltale series or whatever. Apparently, they're collaborating with Deck Nine on this, which I thought was interesting. Deck Nine being creators of some of the Life is Strange games. Right, right. Uh, so it's unclear. I, I have not read the Expanse books, but I do watch the show. It's one of the best sci fi shows out there. Even with all its flaws, it's still one of the best. That should say something. Um, the books are apparently very, very good as well. But uh, it's unclear where this would take place in the story's context. We do know it's a bit of an adaptation of the show because it's instead of the books because of uh, Karaji's drummer character being prominently shown in the trailer. I'm sure you guys have no like knowledge about this at all, though. I no, have no I, idea, man. Uh, to the contrary. Um, oh, you do. This is a <laughs> embarrassingly. I, I, I this is a series that has been on my radar for like a decade. Uh, in the context of, I remember when the Expanse television series was blowing up and people online were telling me that I really should be reading Leviathan Wakes first. Hmm. So uh, I bought a copy of Leviathan Wakes and I have not yet read it. And so I have not watched <laughs> the show or played the game. Um, I, but uh, all that being said, I know quite a bit about it from like cultural osmosis or what have you. Uh, and uh, I do like I mean, I do think it's a really cool series. Um, and though it's been a while since there's been a Telltale game in general, and even the ones that they've had recently were not cool or good. Um, maybe it's it's promising. I think not as promising. I I think as something that's going to come later. I think in a weird way, but all right, we'll get to that. Well, Telltale, just to remind everybody, died, and then was uh, taken up by a different company that was bought by a different company, the name, and then they resurrected the name with different people and then rehired some of the old Telltale talent as freelancers. But like, I, I think it was like very few of them. Like, I, I feel like the impression yeah. we were meant to have was that it, it was more or less uh, a ship of Theseus, you know what I mean? Yes. So who knows what we'll get at this point. They also, I mean, we know they announced Wolf Among Us too, right? So who knows what we're going to be getting with these? Did they really? I didn't know that. I believe so. Did we yeah, see a tra- right? Did we see That's a trailer cool. of that tonight? No. No. Okay. 
Yeah, I, they, they did announce that. You're you're correct. Okay, I, I was yeah. curious if you're gonna get a trailer. That's cool. I like the first one, even though you also, know everyone figured it out in the first like episode. <laughs> they changed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not on your list, but just briefly because it autoplayed when I was uh skimming through one of the other gameplay trailers. Uh, was anybody moved at all, motivated, or had any thoughts about uh, the Matrix trailer? I didn't watch it because I've been seeing the the existing Matrix trailer to death, and I just could not stand any more content from it before I see the movie. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I didn't watch it either. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I watched it. That was it. Was interesting. Yeah, uh, I think the movie. I, I it certainly has promise of fulfilling that blend of weird action that I I want out of this movie. So, um, the trailer the trailer didn't move the needle for me, but the needle was already pretty hopeful anyway. You know what I mean? Interesting. If it's not as good as I thought the Matrix was when I was ten, then uh, shit. I'm saying that right out. All right. Next up is Next. Have a Nice Death, uh, oh, which is okay. a little, Th- little death. What? Uh, uh, oh, oh, you're talking about a game, Have a Nice Death. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I thought you had something to say, and you were thanking me uh, sarcastically for cutting you off. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you thought I was telling you to have a nice death, which I was not. I was describing the title of a game called up. Have a Nice Death. No, no, no. I didn't think that flask. I'm just a master comedian, so I was improving like, a, you know what? Just cut it all. It's very hilarious now that I think about it in retrospect. But this Have a Nice Death game is a 2D, uh, like, Hollow Knight-esque looking game. I mean, it looks like it has pretty cool combat. Def- um, definitely a Hollow Knight ass looking game. Yeah, Hollow Knight ass looking game. That's not uh, cool. at least for, at least from the two um, D aspect, the art style and the combat mm. specifically. Um, it remains to be seen. I think for me, whether uh, it, it is trying to be a Metroidvania game, which it, which I'm not at all saying it has to be, but you know, uh, Hollow Knight with Hollow Knight with. Hollow Knight was like trying to be a Dark Souls slash Metroidvania type game. Yes. And uh, this game seems to be an evolution of, of that thought. So it remains With, to be uh, seen. Look cool. It really is. I like the art style. Yeah. Maybe if, if we're going to extend this like lazy analogy to Dark Souls to everything, I would say it seems, have a nice test, seems to give me a more frenetic pace impression than Hollow Knight or Dark Souls, maybe more akin to, like, a Devil May Cry. I would agree with that. Next is... Uh, uh, next pre- is the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 official trailer. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also didn't watch this, but I, I think I, I saw people on, online who did watch this saying... Uh, um, you know what? What are they going to say that it was amazing? But I mean, they they said it still looked like about the same as the first movie as far as yeah, quality. it looks fine. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, Idris Elba's knuckles and tails is in the movie. Idris uh, Elba is super interested in knuckles lore, and he is looking deep into deep knuckles lore, and he's gonna it's gonna blow up in his face. Yeah, he's. You think he's gonna he impart a lot of that into this performance? 
God, I hope yeah. not. <laughs> He's gonna be dropping factoids. He, he, he wasn't. He wasn't laying the British on thick, was he? Uh, I literally, I don't even remember. I don't I think not, he says not like one super thing. thick. No, I think no. he just has deep voice. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear him sing the knuckles rap. If I don't hear that, I'm going to be very upset. During the credits, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely, dude. As for the next game announcement, we have Persona 4 Arena Ultimax coming to Steam, among other consoles in March. This is so cool. I'm so happy this game. I love this game. It was a really fun fighting game. This looks like a 2D... um, Two, two team tag fighter. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Two person team tag fighter. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I could get, I could get down with that. I mean, I'm, I'm a very I mean, dude, only I, I, only I got to buy it. games. I, I appreciate fighting games, but I've only ever played or or been competent at like uh, tag two D tag fighters, or a little bit of Street Fighter Four for a minute there. But you know what I mean. I could play that. Have any of the other Persona Arena games come out on PC? Uh, only Persona 4 and uh, Persona 5 Strikers. Okay, Strikers. I'd really like Royale to come to the PC. That'd be <laughs> cool. That would be cool for Greg. Next game announcement, Star Wars Eclipse from Quantic oh, yeah. Dream. <laughs> oh, Next, no. we don't have to talk about this. I don't even want to talk about this. Why don't we want to talk about uh, this? It, so I thought this it, was awesome. Well, okay. Um, we, if we remove the creator from the product, all right. Let's remove the creator. Wait, wait, from let's the remove the creator looks, from the product. It looks for a minute. Cool. Wait, 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 wait. What, 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 hang on. Let's fill me in really quick, though. No, I, no. What, what's what's I, what, Dream what, responsible for? We'll we'll get around to that in a minute, but what, like let's remove the creator from the product and just talk about the product for a second. There we have right, a Star Wars that. games I'll do that. From, from from it looks cool from from the likes of Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, uh, set in the High Republic era, I believe. Uh, it looks like it's set in the prequel era. Buzzword, which is a buzzword that I picked up uh, that I don't understand. So what what is High Republic era for us? Well, High Republic just is the era in which the Republic was at its zenith. So like. That includes the prequel times. I'm pretty sure it's going to be set like directly in the prequel era because we see Yoda in the uh, Jedi Council chamber, and we also see Trade see. Federation droid control ships. So, seems like it would be set there. <laughs> um, Maybe immediately prior to the uh, prequels, or could be off to the side or something. Because Yoda's a long-lived fella. We didn't see any gameplay of this. We just saw like a concept. Cinematic just thing, a sick basically. ass trailer. It was fucking. I, you know, I, I I don't like cinematic trailers so much, but I will say this was a badass one. I, I thought it was one of the better cinematic trailers I've seen in a while. I loved. It told a story. It was beautiful. You had fucking music and culture and world building. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was badass. Actually, I was pretty excited about this. Although I don't know shit about the game. Um, I think everyone's impression was exactly that. And then the studio logo pops up. <laughs> so what's the deal? Why then, should I be disappointed? Okay, by that? so Quantic Dream has a um, somewhat impressive pedigree. They are known for uh, moving, powerful cinematic storytelling in games um, and uh, cool sci-fi plots. Right? Indigo Prophecy, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human. 
the story based um, all highly rated wh- games. Wh- which is all good uh though like even on the product and you know i think we can get it we could talk about the writing later whatever but uh the reason why people are kind of like are like oh is because david cage the personality main personality behind quantic dream the main guy running it he's a uh, has a yeah he's a pretty toxic douchey personality um, he's a hack pretty you know. he's a hack. almost every almost every game that he produces comes with like stupid toxic drama um he's currently creep like baggage <laughs> creep, creep baggage would be a good way to put it like uh perhaps for some reason there are files of this uh actress uh modeled fully nude who did not consent to be modeled fully nude uh located on the game what stuff the like that that happens includes uh, a shower scene in every game ellen page at the time yeah yeah ellen page at the time yeah hmm. okay well i i didn't know about that and just like uh, in general, funny. he's been quoted multiple times and observed through multiple actions being a bad guy creep. Uh, and, yeah, uh, a fucking weirdo. Quantic Dream as a studio was alleged by a couple of newspapers to have had a like a very toxic and crunchy workplace culture, you know, with illegal business practices even. Like it went that far. But the, then the court found that to be libel in one case and dismissed some charges in the other when the company sued the newspapers about that <laughs> so who really knows the courts kind of did side with quantic dream but needless to say we kind of understand that there's something there's going on there yeah and da- uh, david, david cage da- seems to be at the head of that he defends statements such as i you know there's a lot i don't, don't want to mully the podcast too much but one sampling is uh in my games all women are whores yes that's words from his mouth yeah yes what the fuck and I don't well, make that... games for f words. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to say no. this podcast. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's uh, terrible. Oh, what an asshole! Oh, fuck that guy! I don't want to play his game. Yeah, yeah. and dis- yeah, that's disappointing. And, and and on the writing front, I find that like he has a lot of cool ideas that have ex- ultimately very poor execution. He has like very superficial um, exploration of those ideas, and I don't. To be fair, I, I stopped paying attention to his games at a certain point, but he is known for like having well-written stories and like seemingly compelling characters, and then just somehow shitting on all that and dropping the ball in the third act. Like mm. yep. that is that that is a trope yeah. that like all, all, pretty much all of his games are defined by the Fahrenheit formula. I was <laughs> literally like just percentage. I was literally thinking of uh, Fahrenheit, dude. Damn, that's God. a bummer because uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but uh, Fallen Jedi was amazing. And yeah. here I'm thinking, all right, let's get some good Star Wars games. The trailer for this was awesome. Um, but I guess... Yeah, now that the... I'll uh... keep an eye out on his... on see if it's, like, amazing, but I really doubt it. I'm sure it'll have the curse. Yeah, that's a great possibility. I, th- I you know I think uh, everyone's everyone's reaction was that that same like oh this is a great looking trailer oh what I was gonna say was um, yeah the EA lost the license to Star Wars and everyone was like who are they gonna give the Star Wars license to to make all these games and it's like oh Quantic Dream <laughs> they uh, gave it yeah. they gave it to Quantic Dream okay not for nothing though no, you know. Um, again, remove the creator from the product. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it could it, it could very well be something cool. Uh, and I by know some that there are, there are there are people who like very vocally love Detroit be, uh, Become Human. Oh yeah, um, there's people who love every one of his games, uh, and they're not without merit. Absolutely, even though, like I said, I I, I think that many of them have shit. Many slash most of them have shit the bed in the third act. Uh, they're yes. still perceived by many as like legitimately good games. Which you know, Detroit being their most recent one is no exception. <laughs> absolutely not. Oh really? Um, okay, okay. I yeah, I did not yeah. know about that one specifically. Is why I was hedging my bet there. Yeah. Um, first of all, he claimed that it was not about racism when the robots are like a subjugated class of people. <laughs> anyway, right. it's, he's right. he's a mess. Um, I was gonna say that uh, Detroit. Um, oh my god, what was I gonna say? Never mind. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Well, for the next. Is that all you have Go to ahead, say? sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good, you're good. For the next game, we have Wonder Woman from Monolith, makers of Fear 1 and 2, Condemned 1 and 2, and the Middle Earth Shadow, Shadow games, among others. And as you may remember, the uh, copyrighted owners of the Nemesis system in the Shadow War games, it'll yes. be relevant in a minute. <laughs> um go ahead Fias. imagine if they this? didn't use that system that they copyrighted so no one else can use oh, i can imagine it pretty easily i'm sure that's gonna happen oh that happens oh. to most things <laughs> yep no the, uh, we got a teaser the- trailer but we also got some information released alongside of it right the teaser was fucking nothing basically did we get so, some info so so yeah, all i heard they, they, was they, that they're they using the nemesis system yeah, third-person open-world action game featuring the Nemesis system. Oh, I did um, not hear that. Okay, now I now I understand. Yeah, uh, allows players to become Diana in the fight to unite her Amazon family and the humans from a modern world. Uh, fight to unite her Amazon family. So the Nemesis system is going to have like space Amazonian type enemies. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just people on the street being your uh, your enemy. <laughs> I thought it would be funny if like. Because who remembers Wonder Woman if it was just like other heroes being like, uh, no, Wonder Woman, we got this. And then like you kick his ass and like, all right, Wonder Woman, we respect you now. <laughs> oh, she compels people with a lasso. That's going to be the like the hand from the middle. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be it. It could be cool, though. I mean, Monolith is good at making games. <laughs> They're good at I feel games. like it'll be a good game. I'm just not interested in the... Uh character so much yeah um i don't know what wonder woman can do to really entice me as a, as a character in an ip well the, maybe they'll figure the it out the thing is well i feel like it's got to go down the direction of like wonder woman becomes somehow depowered through some mechanism involving these shards of her power and like goes through like uh a world like the the whatever it's called the wonder woman amazonian island world or whatever them rebuilding her yeah rebuilding her power and like regaining her homeland or something very well maybe because you have what else can it be you know what i mean get powers as you progress right Uh, the entirety of what i know about that is from Zack snyder's the justice league by the way no the first 20 minutes of that movie (laughs) okay I'm sure they'll take their own direction with that. So the next um, one was no surprise, right? Next one, big surprise. Yeah. It was well, it was it was it was 
It was very nice to see it, but I don't necessarily think it was a surprise. Uh, it was surprised me. Alan Wake 2 from Remedy, of course. Uh, we'll be getting more information around summer 2022, he said. Yeah, it's 2023 release. Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think they said, yeah. It's a fully-fledged survival horror this time around. Yep. Dude, can't wait. He acknowledged that the first one was more of an action game with horror elements, and he said if you know any franchise needed to be survival horror, it would be this one with its psychological elements and whatnot. So I'm psyched. That is exciting. Yeah, and and that makes sense from the distinct branding because uh, it might be confusing to have both Alan Wake and uh, Control filling similar genre niches, even if they have different gameplay things going on. You know, th- you know that this way they can continue to iterate on Control as their action adventure slash sort of spooky hmm. uh, series, while having Alan Wake as as a new mainline survival horror franchise if it works. That's a good point. I finished uh I finished Alan Wake when it came out. Um I thought it was solid, but I wasn't like blown away by it. Um I know some people really liked it. But I am really excited for Alan Wake too because control showed me that remedy, you know, could really be head on their shoulders. And, yeah. <laughs> and 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 actually all the teasing of all the Alan Wake um, you know, Easter eggs and stuff in that game uh got me or get me excited for that that I, franchise. Alan game. Wake was like a lot of a lot of it was like a time and a place, and like just having a game like with like that like much style and like coming out and you know it was yes. a game that like uh, just like instantly rose above the mediocrity, even if like it's certainly not without many flaws. Yeah, very um, repetitive, very very repetitive. I wouldn't say that. At least I don't remember that. It was divisive in terms of how repetitive different people found it, but I think me and Andy both didn't find it very repetitive. Whereas right, and I, I, and I think it depends too. on right, and you know we can get into personalities and stuff. But Flask and I have, have talked a lot about uh, being literary folk at heart, you know. And I this game was just kind of like porn for that kind of person. You know, going around finding interesting bits of writing and that kind of thing, um, set in like this like cool writing atmosphere it's all about writing and like coming to life Got the you know? stephen king influences and the right the, and, pers- and, and that's the personal thing too is that like i read most of stephen king in high school so like i was very much primed to to understand where this game was coming from not to say that people who don't like it don't understand it but um it was made for me yeah you know, you know what i mean it's my, it found it's my game with certain people it's not for and, you and, and, and when i said that uh it's not surprising uh, I kind of expected something Alan Wake to be coming out because um, Control had that tie-in. There was the um, Alan Wake. Uh, there was the remaster. Uh, well, Control had the hints of it. Then there was the Control expansion. Then there was the remaster. Uh, I felt like uh, they'd been testing the waters and then, um, you know, kind of priming the public, like reminding people like what Alan Wake is. It does make me wonder if all they had was this cinematic, this little teaser, and they were testing the waters and they found the reception to be very positive to like the remaster and the Alan Wake stuff in Control. They were like, okay, we give it the go ahead. Hmm. Makes you wonder. Makes you think. Yeah. Makes you think. Yeah. (laughs) Really makes you think. Well, we got some quick games uh, that we know are now coming to game, or we now know are coming to Game Pass PC on launch. Uh, which, by the way, rebranded itself PC Game Pass. 
<laughs> it just like put oh, the PC in oh, front now. Did it really? And drop the Xbox part, but it's still part of Xbox, of course. But now it's I just know, that, that, that is that is a great move. Yeah, yeah, that is that is honestly a good move because because it, it has been confusing uh, both their messaging and talking to people about games coming to Game Pass, especially if you're nerds like us who follow like gaming more than just what's immediately in front of us and we talk about stuff that's going on in the consoles too you mm-hmm. know we do kind of follow what we do vaguely follow sometimes what's going on on like the xbox you know so yes. uh having branding that is distinct from like these two services which are distinct they don't have the same exact offerings it's good yeah i think so too. i've been i've been confused many times thinking of games coming to the pc game pass and it's not yeah anyway. for sure for sure. So what do we got? Uh, we got. We may have known about some of these already, but um, Redfall. Uh, it's a vampire one, vampire right? Thing. That got announced uh, a PC game show or something like that, or uh, yeah, we, we saw the trailer for this. <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Uh, Stalker Two, Heart of Stalker Two, just cool Atomic Heart, which looks, Atomic yeah, Heart Sta- looks awesome. Not to cover them too quick, but Stalker Two and. Um, Atomic Heart. I can't remember. I feel like we knew about Soccer 2 or thought about it, but, like, those are both great picks, even if who knows how those games are going to be, but, like, mm-hmm. um, that, that those are great gets for the Game Pass. Yeah, those I Those are, like, a good first-person shooter tie, or big open-world exploration single-player games. Like, the perfect kind of game that I want on my Game Pass. Yeah, and Redfall is multiplayer, right? It's, like, a four-player co-op sort of thing. Uh, I think, think so. So is that the right one? <laughs> I believe so. I'm I'm pos- I'm pretty positive that's is that. Is that the Gary's mod looking one, or which? I don't. We didn't see gameplay. We saw a cinematic trailer. Uh, oh, Redfall like, is another arcane game, actually. Oh yes. right, but it's the multiplayer. It's the, arcane it's game. the multiplayer class arcane game. Right. So we'll okay, well that, that's a good get. If yeah, any, if it's any good, good we'll play it. It's co-op. We will. Uh, another great get is a Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to a Plague Tale. Dude. Instance. Thank yeah, dude. I, I saw wait, like buddy. a little bit of that, and one of the montages of the, of the TGAs, and that looked pretty cool. Greg's I mean, cool to play. That tale. is, I'm excited for that. And we skipped and, over Total War, which is a, I I think is some sort of wave yeah. shooter kind of thing, right? That looks pretty. Uh, I skipped oh, over that because like, I feel like I feel like we knew about that one for some reason. Oh uh, no! We knew about Dark Tide. Uh, this is a new one. This was uh this is a new Space Marine game. Uh, Space Marine, I think, came out two thousand eleven. No, no, we're, this is Warhammer three, not Space Marine. Yeah, Warhammer. Oh, I thought you were talking about Warhammer Space Marine. I, I actually thought we were talking about Space Marine also for some reason because I remember no, it's Warhammer Space three. Marine. Uh, gotcha, my bad. My this this okay. one's this one's not my, this this one. I feel like it's even on the Xbox Store. This is not that top one's not news. Okay, because Space Marine got announced during the show. That's why I yes. was confusing. Uh, all right. And, in fact, uh, let's 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 be clear here. This top list of is stuff that they have said they have already announced somewhere. We might not have covered it, but yeah, yeah, that's why I said like we may have known about these already, but I just wanted to include a few picks that were like, oh, they are definitely coming yeah. to Game Pass yeah. day one. Well, I'll be excited um, also for Somerville, which we mentioned. Oh yeah, it's, for uh, sure. Uh, same guys. As it's not by Playhead, 
which is the studio behind Inside, but it is by one of the guys from Playhead. <laughs> so right. it's like yeah. it's got that DNA for sure. And we saw we saw more of that game during the uh, Game Awards, uh, and it looks it looks pretty neat. It didn't look like a side like a two D side scrolling thing though. I didn't think. Yeah, we'll have to see what actually it is. <laughs> and uh, Starfield is coming to Game Pass. I th- we may have known about that, but Starfield's well, coming well, to Game Pass day one. Probably, right, Bethesda? Yeah. Well, that one... Oh, yeah, that Bethesda, one should That one we should have assumed, yeah. All first-party Microsoft games are supposed to be um, day one now, is the current messaging. Okay, yeah. And the last one I was going to mention is uh, Trek to Yomi. You guys can mention others if you want. But Trek to Yomi, which I, I think seemed of interest to some of us. It's like the black and white Japanese game. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so it took me a minute to, to get it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That might, might be cool. Could be cool. Oh, yeah, no, yes. Yes. There, there's a good offering on this list for sure. Um, yeah. I've been subbed to Game Pass for a while now. We know. Were there any of those you guys popped out at you, or is that is that good for the Game Pass? Yeah, it's good for me. No, that's okay. good for me, dude. What's, what's uh, next the next one? The next announcement would be uh, Slitterhead. Slitterhead. Watch out your fucking mouth. From Boca Game Studio. Um, Boca Game Studio is a team led by uh, Kitaro Toyama, who created Silent Hill and Siren and Gravity Rush. Um. Yeah, so yeah, horror game looks like it was inspired by Parasite because <laughs> it's got that body horror more oh, man, aspect. Yeah, that's so funny. I di- I didn't know the until you just said the the pedigree behind this trailer, but I saw this trailer. Oh yeah, and I thought and I thought, oh my god, this looks so cool. I gotta remember to look yeah. that up. It's also Very got music by uh, Akira Yamaoka, who's the Silent Hill music guy. Hell yeah. This looks creepy, but it also looks like a little quirky. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like in its in its style. Maybe it's the fact that everything is in like stark daylight <laughs> most of the time in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Slitterhead is also just a funny name. Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a funny name. The monsters are like horrifying. C- comedic horror is a is a genre. He could be going for that. And the uh, the creatures in Siren the. Uh, what are they called? Shibito? They all I mean, they well, all sort well, of had this very Tell tell me tell me he, he's not going for comedy with that shot. I mean, the very end of the trailer, it's crazy. Right. I mean they're even in the middle of the trailer, there's like I don't know, the hero's like wearing or what seems like the protagonist is wearing like a fucking mask. Sorry um, sorry, I should have been more clear for us. I cut you off, but I was live watching the trailer as we were talking about it. Okay. I was like, where are you looking? <laughs> yeah. Looks like we got some like action shots. Um Dude, we should get like a watch together going. Jumping around, uh, coming down with later. like a axe, there's magic. So it, it definitely seems like I don't know, almost a little goofy. Well, I was gonna say the 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 creatures in the siren game, the Shibito, they're sort of creepy funny, but they're they're hu- the humor of them makes them creepier because they sort of act like they're going through the motions of being a, a normal person, but they're clearly like possessed zombies. Right. right. Just trying to kill you mercilessly. So right. I could see that having that aspect, these these creatures. Very excited. Surprised Greg has said nothing about this game <laughs> while we talked about it. 
Seems yeah, like this it is definitely a uh, upgrade tally. Um, I'm sorry, chaos was ensuing. Uh, you were talking about Slitterhead, right? Slitterhead, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, like I'm pretty sure you guys said it most. Uh, it looked like Parasite, and I was immediately, and I'm like super into all that crazy body horror shit. I think it's oh, super yeah. cool. Yeah, you're so, a real uh, freak, dude. I just think it it, it just looks interesting. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. It looks I'm interesting. E- I'm exciting. I it, it looks exciting. I can't wait to see some gameplay of it and it like a release date or whatever. I think it'll, it'll be good. Uh, next, we have Cuphead, the de- the delicious last course. Last course. When was, when was this? Uh, when was this DLC announced? Because I want to say 2016, like three, or 2017. Yeah, like three or four years ago. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it takes a AAA game, at least in the 2010s. Generally, it took a AAA game five years to be produced. I'm excited. I played this well, with I, I uh, think, um, John. I don't think it took them that long to make the, the actual content. I think it was choreographing the uh, Video Game Awards performance that announces <laughs> it. Oh. That like it took a lot of time. Except it was, just, it was a studio recording. They weren't even performing live. Oh really? Like, Did they say that? No, like but live. like you can hear it. If you the, listen the to it, yeah, it was very. Uh, oh, I didn't notice that. I'm not. Maybe I'm not like was, getting on their case or anything. It's just. It's, it's maybe that was that version of that. Like maybe it was that mic setup. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying. Eventually, we'll get a uh, Danny O'Dwyer no clip to sit down with the cophead guys and hear all about what happened, and it'll be a cool story of game development and whatnot. And, um. I, I I'm, not, I'm not trying to shit on them. I'm, I'm just curious, you know, because that is uh, something people have talked about for years. Is that DLC? So even though I haven't played Cuphead, I guess it's cool for them to see it coming out. I thought you were going to say that Danny O'Dwyer would sit down with the three women who performed the song at the TGAs. No, <laughs> what happened? No, no, no. What, what, what happened yeah. that it ended up being a studio recording? What was your what was the game plan? <laughs> so this is going to be released in June of 2022. So even then, that's another half year until it's actually released. I, I wasn't going to say that because I already shit on it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, now now I shall mention Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2, which is the game Greg was uh, mentioning earlier, sequel yeah. to the 2011 game Space Marine. Uh, though it's not being developed by Relic, the 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 studio from the first game, it's being developed by Saber, who have a, their own sizable pedigree. Uh, what should we expect from Space Marine 2? Did you play Space Marine uh, 1, Greg? I did. I don't okay. think I beat it. I got like maybe almost to the end. Are but we talking like uh, a third-person horde shooter? It's just, or like... it's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's horse. really it. It's shooter and slasher because you got like a chainsaw. Yeah, you have a marine. chain blade. Okay, I'm saying like a little, they actually do have gameplay in this trailer. I'm saying. You're just slicing through chaos. Oh, man. Or, it actually does look pretty Nurgle you're fighting. It actually does look pretty cool. Does it have co-op? I'm sure. I mean, it uh, must, right? No, I, the first one I don't think did. It had a multiplayer mode, which was fun. But who knows? Maybe this one will. There it's were kind three of space marines there. Yeah, there were. It's kind of exciting, too, because, uh, you know, Greg, like you can attest in the first game, kind of the, the fun of it was just cutting down hordes of orcs, you know? Yeah. And, um, so with the second game being you know a modern game with with all the new tech we have since then i mean that's that's like two generations old right 2011 yeah 
So so that's just going to be, be chaos. Better, <laughs> just absolute chaos. Yeah. I mean, well, in the video, uh, and this is the trailer. He does uh, slice that one dude, like just straight up murders that boy hard, and then he was murdering a bunch of people in gameplay. Tip to so, toe. Who knows? All right. Uh, so Fall Guys had a little announcement that they're getting a uh, that we're getting a C- Nightmare Before Christmas event costume pack from uh, December sixteenth through the twenty seventh. I just thought that was interesting that they're going Nightmare Before Christmas because it is currently before Christmas. Yeah, and uh, it's a uh, those are cute skins. I like those beans. Yeah, me and Greg were saying we we wish there was an Oogie Boogie skin though. Oh, for yeah. sure, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I was you saying it. I ditched Sally for an Oogie Boogie. No are, offense are to we Sally. Sure there, but... Are we sure there's not? Maybe there will be. Maybe there will be. Maybe. I mean, usually I feel like they that, show off the skins that, available, but that would be nice. I, I mean, that's such an easy win. Such a slam dunk. Oh, yeah. Oogie is the most beanish of all characters in the I film. know, right? <laughs> he, would be, he would be such a cute bean. Yeah. Give me Boogie skin. All right. Um... Dune Spice Wars, which is a uh, 4X RTS game set in the Dune verse, Duneverse. Um, the Dune Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the Dune I'm verse. really curious yeah. about this one because uh, we, we didn't see anything about this. This was just a uh, trailer that announced the existence of it. Yes, but it makes me curious because, like, were they working on this before? the movie or did they hear the movie was coming out and they got the license as well or like why is this why all the noise about Dune now basically <laughs> you know because I'm sure there was like Dune stuff back when um, like the 80s movie came out but but Steam this early access 2022 though I mean you right. seem early access 2022 means that like this has got to have been in, like 2020 or earlier this had to have been pre-pandemic mm-hmm so it's curious. Probably not going to play that because I don't play RTS games. But it's it's just interesting that there's a, a Dune game coming. Yeah, for, from what I understand of the setting, it certainly is a setting that would be conducive to a game like this. Uh, that's about as sure. much as I can say. There's yeah. a lot of background politics in the Dune books, for sure. Desert power. Yeah, for sure. Desert power. Sure. We, need more, we need more desert power. Give me that desert power. Uh... Next Create we more have... pylons to increase your desert power. <laughs> well, pylons attract worms, Vito. You don't want that. We need more dust. Um, next announcement, Star Trek Resurgence from Dramatic Labs, which is a studio comprised of former Telltale people. Former Telltale people. Yeah, I thought this looked uh, dull as uh, dirt. <laughs> it did. It did. Literally, they showed a, a shot of what was the choice, Greg? It was like uh, do the thing or disobey, or follow orders or disobey. Follow orders or disobey. But yeah, there was like chaos the in the background. It was really funny. <laughs> I don't know. Choice no, based yeah. Star Trek game. I tell you, like I, I disobey. That's just me. That's just you. Yeah. That's I might follow me. orders. I'm going, uh, I'm part, going to part of me, I thought you would be a follow orders kind of guy. <laughs> Part, part of me wants to ha- hold on to a little bit of hope that it's going to turn out to be something worth surprising us because it, if only because this is the only kind of game that like Star Trek can work in. I feel like yeah, there's that. You know, 
Unless yeah, you're gonna make you... a, a game about crawling on Borg ships. There's not really a whole <laughs> lot of in in canon stuff that would be interesting to do. That is a fair point, because all the Star Trek games up to now are basically action games that I can think of. Action games like RTS or um like Sim games. Yeah. We don't really get those captain simulator like captain picard right. diplomacy well, a, simulators. a game that like puts you in like the ethos of the show you know what i mean yes the the dilemmas yeah. the conflicts yeah. yeah that's what i'm talking about like it that could be some, that's could why be. that's what like makes me excited about this now i would have said that before seeing the trailer and like after seeing the trailer i'll just say that like i've got there's certainly reason to be concerned <laughs> are not very high. Hmm. Um, I, I was not uh, I was not uh, thrilled with the uh, the way the, the game looked and flowed in the animations and the yeah. Leonard Nimoy pushing. Yeah. But, but also, like hey, it's, very yeah. generic. Hey, it don't... was a marketing release. You know, um, don't doesn't always reflect the product. That was another uh, thing I, I forgot I'm about. I'm simping for them because I want the studio also to be a success story. Um, but yeah. I, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you brought up uh, Leonard Nimoy. That was a thing I forgot about. The ki- I don't know. There's something a little skeevy about using old Lem- Leonard that, Nimoy now that he's yeah, dead. Yeah. Yes. That 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 felt disingenuous. Um, like you didn't need that. You know what I mean? Like, it's different to me when you bring a character like, in that is part of an established IP that you like. A lot of properties use throughout the years since the original mm-hmm. thing, right? But Leonard Nimoy played old Spock in like fairly recent stuff, and then he died, and now they're using like a replacement voice actor to voice yeah. old, old Spock. I don't know. There's well, something weird. Well, it, I don't know. It would have been like way more tasteful to do something like. The marketing release for this says that it's uh, set after the events of Star Trek: The Next Generation, so just get oh. a fake Picard if you have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if that's what you want players, people to remember, like is TNG, like get Riker or Picard or Data. You don't have to necessarily. I'm, and you know what? I'm talking as a guy who just wants the the, the game. I'm not talking as a guy who has to go and get the rights to these things. I'm just saying, you hmm. know. Why is Spock the cultural touchstone that they have to use instead of right? Like, ha- like with Spock, life. like has and no offense to Mister Nimoy, but like, has Spock ever really been the cultural touchstone since like the eighties or the nineties? Like, we like Not we remember him as that because I feel like he keeps getting thrust into that role, you know. Yeah. But like, I feel like I feel like it would have been Picard after the nineties, you know. I don't know. Plus, it's surprising because there is a Picard show going on right now, so you think they want to tap into that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just on their on their end. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, last one I'll mention. Last announcement: Arc Raiders, A R C Raiders. This is the EDF game, right? It is the yeah. EDF like. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just Amer- It's just American EDF. That's all I saw. Oh, with robots, yeah, dude, EDS. Uh, great. It the trailer that's... itself, I thought, was really impressive. Like, a, like a, a, a very well done trailer. Good music um, showed us like a cool amount of the game and like some cool stuff. And the game itself looks cool. The setting looks All right, cool. But how about yeah. let me put the cherry on top for you guys? 
It's free to play, apparently. What? Oh, that's it cool. can't be. I know. Free to play like, on oh, what? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, what do you mean? Like on what Steam? platform, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like on Steam. Oh, uh, Steam. Okay. That's cool. Hell yeah. Graphically, this looks, it looks beautiful. Dude, it looks really good. I'm telling you, it literally just... I saw it and it immediately reminded me of like a, a US version of like PDF or... You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and hell yeah, that, that's probably exactly what it is, but I'm down. It looks sick. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Um, free to play, you say? That that's really curious. I mean, it looks like a big PVE game. So a big PVE free to play. I don't know if we've we've seen something so, quite like that. My guess we're gonna get like seasons, basically. Where you're gonna get? Sure, like, I'm down uh, with that. Basically, a new a new level. Every with like whatever. raids and shit. Yeah. Different deserts. Hey, I'm on board though from this trailer. This was a very yep. cool trailer. Yep. I'm not a shoot 'em up guy, but I'm down. I'm on board. I'll always defend Mother Earth from any alien attack. We just we just like playing games with our pray. friends. Just keep releasing four player co op games, we'll keep playing them. I was sitting on the couch with Eric when we watched this, and I was getting really hyped when uh, they were fighting what looked like the Scarab from Halo 2. Yeah, the big, <laughs> big robot. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. It would be sick if you could go inside some of the larger robots and take them out from the uh, inside. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if they dude, would that allow a, that, but that would be great. Yeah, I, I mean, wasn't, it wasn't always a great feeling when like you would like draw, jump off your Bud's Banshee or whatever and like fuck up the Scarab? Yeah. Totally. You know why I think that definitely is not going to happen? Because the... Uh, perspective is very far out it's like this very wide Vito. uh far out perspective so how are you gonna stop it someone in an, in an interior with that you know stop it Vito. sorry sorry it's just not gonna happen stop it well does anyone have any other games that i missed that you wanted to talk about because that's all for me yeah no. we got lord of the rings golem <laughs> Are you not gonna mention that, that was that looked disgusting. Dude, he looks that disgusting. Looks so you look gross. weird, right? You got big old eyes. Like Fortnite oh. Yeah. yeah. I watched a uh I watched an eight minute video that was like recapping all the trailers. Um and the only one I had written down was cool looking Korean horror game. Is that what was that? Oh um, was oh that? my god, I've looked well, up that, the well, that, was, that was that was well, I was thinking of I was thinking of Slitterhead, but oh. Greg, oh. About that. <laughs> Greg is like, Dokev, the one with the fucking uncanny uh, monsters. The scary people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I have a couple trailers written down. Oh, really? Um, I don't know shit about this franchise, but Hellblade 2 Sensua Saga, that oh, yeah. uh, trailer, or I, I was confused. Dude, that was a Jeff crazy was- trailer. He was Those talking about the gameplay, but they were adamant like that there it was, was gameplay. Game it was in game. Yeah, they were saying that was gameplay. Well, it looked beautiful. I really like. I don't. What is that franchise though? The first one no was idea. like a, a schizophrenia simulator. Basically, it was what? like a, a tech demo in in both visual and audio. Not not actually. I'm just saying the visual and audio component was what people were so enamored with because it looked great and. Uh, the the sound design was really like intensive and and complex and it was all around you. You would hear the whispers and the voices and everything. I'd never played it. That's just what I heard about it. Um, so it kind of it kind of rode on the uh, the quality of its design. 
and now this is the sequel. But what is the gameplay in it? Is it? It's it's like of... you know you know how you said it. It seemed like it was a cutscene, even though they were claiming that it was gameplay. Yes, that's kind of what the gameplay of the series is. It's like okay. cinematic in nature, more than okay. you're, you have cinematic. full control and everything. Editor's note to his past self: It is a game in which you do fight things, so I don't want to seem reductive to the gameplay here. This is uh, first game's Hellblade: Sense of Sacrifice, and it's available for fucking seven dollars right now on Steam. If you want to play, is it, it really? Yeah. Oh, the first but one. Yeah, that, yeah, the first, the, fir- the first one. Yeah, you, th- you thought this. You thought this game. We just saw this like two not or three me. minute trailer for. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 not me. Um, I'm not trying no, to pick any flats. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, then there was a trailer for Nightingale. Um, Dude, I forgot the... about that game. That game was fucking cool as fuck. What, what would was you this? describe that? Is that that's not uh uh steam that was kind of is it like that was like yeah that, that was like st- I would call it like steampunk maybe Victorian I guess or colonial uh, colonial oh, colonial oh, that would be a good oh, it was in the fantastic. Oh. Realms like you open portals to different. Yeah, you open portals. There was like those harpies there. There's a word for that. It's like Victorian punk or something like that. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Uh, but it is a survival game and art basically. It looked cool. Yeah, dude, it looks pretty fucking cool. It looked. I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna guess. Did it have vampires in it? I don't think it had vampires. Maybe Hmm. it definitely had monsters. Like crazy monsters. Yeah, probably had some sort of. Vampire. Those thing. might have been vampires. To be clear, this is a uh, a multiplayer crafting survival game. Yes. Yes. That is the gameplay of it. Yeah. But there's something with portals and going to different realms, different biomes and stuff. So, uh, when, yeah. When the trailer was okay. playing and the giant came on screen, Greg just went, ooh! <laughs> Yeah, it was cool, man. <laughs> oh yeah, the big. Uh, oh. yeah. Greg just loved fucking, not fucking giants. Greg monsters loves are giants. crazy. I love fucking giants, Greg. Um, I think that's all. That's all I had written down. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, sweetie. Anybody else? Anybody else have anything, anything notable that uh, we miss? Uh, no, either announcement, about something about. we learned. What about the show itself? What do we think about the uh, format? And Well, on that subject, I have to actually just be totally quiet. Uh, I didn't catch almost any. It was, yeah, I'll be honest. Pretty much like last uh, yeah, year. It our, yeah, it was like last year. Yeah, but did, year. It, did it seem a little more like Oscars-like than last year? Or am I just remembering wrong? I don't know. Everyone was just... It was pretty much exactly like last year. I don't, yeah. I don't remember any distinct differences. Okay. okay. They had musical performances, you know. Uh, they had people, you know, special people reading out the... The cards, um, yeah, it sting. Much the same. They had sting singing a game from or singing a, a song from uh, what game? Arcane. It was from the Netflix show Arcane, which League of Legends show. I forget. Oh, I forget if they okay. said that he contributed the song to Arcane and then was performing it, or if he was just singing a song from the show. I think it was the former. And then Imagine Dragons played. <laughs> Songs from, uh, from Super Super Giant. 
games. Yeah, oh, I actually thought okay. that was pretty good performance, even though I I don't like them. Um, did he? Yeah. Uh, did well, he, Super did Giant he dig a hole music. or build a wall? They did. They did a little All bit. Right. Of the... Cool. No, you know what? Out. You know what I'm thinking. I was just thinking. The reason I said it was more like Oscars, like it's just because it was in front of an actual audience this time. Because, oh, uh, right. last time it was a pandemic. That's true. Oh, yeah. See more sure. more official. We had a bigger, grander stage, obviously. Um, you had the and, classic uh, yeah. uh, shots of people nearest the presenter craning their heads around their necks to look behind them at the camera, shooting peace signs and smirking. Oh, word. Classic. I thought uh, I thought the show was well done. Yeah, I mean, very professional. Good job, Mr. Keeley. Good job, Jeff. I had a few closing thoughts, not about the show. Uh, does anybody else have anything to say about the show? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I have one thing, actually. I have one thing to say. Cool. Okay. Jeff, where was Dragon's Dogma 2? Yeah, what? Where was it? Where was Outbreak? Where was Outbreak? Where was Bloodborne PC? I'll let it slide, but you're on thin ice, Jeff. Um, Flask, last year on this podcast, you made a comment that eventually we would all be kings, and it was just a joke, but uh, I did want to comment again how, how hilarious it is to me how close we are all this, this year to getting a deadlock in to having all five of us as kings of Keeley. Um, well done, everyone. That, that was kind of funny. I've, our, our opinions are, are um, compromising... And adjusting ever so slightly, inches by inches, maybe every podcast, but eventually one or two podcasts, whether we're right or wrong, we'll all be right or wrong together, I think. Ride or die. Yeah, we'll eventually just become one person. Yep. And what a lovely podcast that will make. (laughs) Also, not to pick out any game in particular and shit on it, but I will kind of, but. Uh, <laughs> Fuck this game in particular. Not not that I have any kind of thing about Fall Guys or I want to like get on a Fall Guys thing, but like um I feel like it's a little interesting how different things are right now with uh stream games in in general. Like around this time last year we had shit like Fall Guys and Among Us and that kind of thing like blowing up and taking the gaming um, zeitgeist, and I'm not I'm not a stream guy, so I I really only notice it when that happens. So that's not to say that there isn't things happening on stream or like stream games, so to speak. But I do feel like that's less of a thing this year, don't you guys? Uh, well, we got a tease about um, one versus a hundred coming back, and we didn't see anything about that at the game. At the game, right, that, Jeff, right, that would have been right. that would have been a big win if that if that was showed. You wouldn't be saying that, but uh, yeah, I, I I could agree with that. Yeah, I, I guess yeah, things change every that year. That was just one one thing I picked up on. Um. Also, yeah, I mean, it was it was a pandemic year, and we all we all knew that was going to happen, and it's going to happen. Just speaking about the lockdown last summer and like the ramifications last year, uh, it's going to propagate throughout the next year or two or longer throughout the gaming industry. But um, I think more than most years, we saw a lot of repeat games on here and a lot of, um, you know, 
mediocre is a strong word, but like categories with a bunch of games that were like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like uh, we we didn't uh, didn't necessarily get as many stellar games out of this last year. Maybe that's yeah, it's only me. in categories like uh, games for impact where there's like four names we've never heard of that were like, yeah, there are games out there. It's just they're not choosing them. <laughs> Right, because they're they're mostly right. indies and and like lesser known right. ones. There's only a smaller right. sort of population of of very popular games right now for the last year at least. Yeah, right. Uh, I haven't really sat down and uh, and looked at like what I what caught my eye this year, what I played a lot of this year yet. Um, and I will do that obviously before we do our uh, year ending. Five up, one down podcast. But yeah, Just I was not. Now, uh, yeah. I was not impressed by the uh, the lineup of nominees so much. Um, only because I just personally didn't play a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. And that's and that's definitely part of it. Yeah. And you know, I I have my reasons for not playing certain games, and like we were saying earlier, where was the buzz for for some of these games? Why haven't we heard about them? Is it the kids who are wrong, or is it us? You know, it's no, it's definitely God, the kids. Definitely the kids, definitely right? Kids. Anytime you yeah. ask that question, it's the kids, Vito. Yeah. Also, a follow-up from last year. As far as I understand, John has still not even started the Last of Us Part Two. Despite <laughs> I was anime. gonna. I'm so glad you brought that up. I was thinking about bringing it up in in the pre-pod, <laughs> and I forgot about it. That's right, John. You've had plenty of of time to play. 2020 game of the year, Last of Us Part Two. Surely your hatred has subsided. Where is the let's play? Oh, the let's play. Oh yeah, well that that was part of the agreement. I rec- I remember. Don't worry, Vito. Okay. Yeah. He was supposed to figure out how to stream it. Gotcha. Maybe that's what he's hung up on. <laughs> he just can't figure it out. Got cables tied up. I don't know how. To- it's all right. We'll we'll have him. We'll have him bring his uh, PlayStation to PAX, and we'll we'll set it up for him. Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> John just in the living room, like, please let me do something else. <laughs> nope. No. Um. Okay. That that's about all I got to say about King of Keeley, the Game Awards. Again, congratulations to John. He can't be here for winning. Um. Congratulations to Jeff for. Uh, though not exactly to our tastes as like jaded gamers in our late 20s and this is a thing meant for a much broader audience congratulations to another show oh, I do like Jeff Keeley a lot oh, um, me too. and I don't want to do a new segment necessarily or bog down or take too much time before the end of the show but uh, I do want to say a couple things about something going on in the gaming industry that we don't like talking about because it's not fun and it sucks. Um, but uh, Activision Blizzard workers have announced an open ended strike. Um, and uh, so far, raised quite a bit of money under their strike fund drive. Uh, there's been some indications that Activision might even be uh, reacting by just straight up replacing them. Wow. It's kind of similar to what's going on with Kellogg. Uh, that's, you know, to this point. Nothing's materialized as far as I understand. Uh, so right around the holidays, of course, that's that's hard. Um, so more props to the uh, workers who have uh, taken the unsafe choice of deciding to strike and uh, unionize for their rights. 
um, this close to Christmas. So, yeah, you know, to everybody out there who's uh, who's in a similar position, Broken Campfire stands with you. And in fact, you can you can tell us how much you like these things at Broken Campfire. That's our Twitter handle, and you can email us about how much. Uh, you can email us about setting up an interview about your position. Yeah, that works. Brokencampfire at gmail dot com. You can rate us five stars on iTunes. And hey, everybody. I almost forgot about this, but we kind of talked about it earlier. Our annual Five Up, One Down podcast is coming out soon to uh, close out the year. Uh, it'll probably be in a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. That's the real the real game awards right there. It's a real Games game awards. Awarded by real gamers who know what they're talking about. Not a panel of judges with grease palms. Just us. So um I don't mean that. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. It was a good show. Uh, just to remind you guys, we don't rank games. You know, we're kind of above rankings, but we're gonna give you guys five of the of our favorite things from this last year, be they video game, movie, or whatever. Mostly video game. Uh, and uh, you know, just because we are, as I said earlier, jaded, cynical gamers in our late twenties, we're gonna give you one thing uh, that we really did not enjoy this year, to the point of saying that we're gonna not recommend it to you. All. That's a fun thing we've done every year, so you can check out the 2020 or 2019 uh, podcast to see the flow of that. And you better abide by that one down or else, you know, you can't listen to the podcast anymore. Yeah, so for you, it'll actually be kind of like 12 up because there's going to be a lot of overlap and like two or three down. Mm -hmm. A sort of censure. There really is going to be a lot of overlap. So we're becoming one person slowly. Uh, oh wait, he 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 he's just coming in now. Everybody, oh, we're Flash oh, hey, is putting his mic on. Uh, hey John, so uh, what do you think about the whole Activision Blizzard open open into strike thing? Huh? 